Poison Rana. Honey, what up now? What up, though? Welcome back to another episode of What Up, Though? I am your host, B. Detroit, along again with my guy, John Cena. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? It's uh, kicking off the summer. Like, as we're recording, it is the, the last day of May, but it feels like summer already. Oh, my and, God. And uh, the weather out there is beautiful. And, just you know, I want to start getting those white claws and, you know, get my, my shorts on and all that. So I'm ready, man. How are you doing? Today? How's the weather over there? Oh, the weather is it's, it's really, really hot. I had to turn on the air conditioning to do this podcast because I wouldn't be able to sit in this room <laughs> like this. But, yeah, it's really nice outside, man. And I was hoping nobody was cutting the grass because it's so beautiful. You know, you got to worry about that when you're recording now. But Yo, front, I, I, same. I woke up and like on the left side of where I record, there's like some crazy construction going on for some reason. I'm like, damn, so I got to close all my windows and on the right side of my son's school. And they're having like a field day. So there's like water you know stings and everything i'm like that's kind of cool i kind of want to go there so i actually am going to go volunteer after we're, we're all said and done here and uh go check out field day i used to love field days at school man it was like oh, the best. when you go there and it's like he's like he's like explaining to me he's like yeah we're all gonna just eat ices and just hang out and watch movies i'm like i, I miss that i kind of want to do that too because it's like that last week of school and yeah. everybody's like kicking it you know you kind of tell your friends like hey, what are you gonna be doing this summer what are you gonna be doing you know so yeah exactly. that's, that's the dopest days of school right there mm-hmm. man you get like you get the movies leading up into like that day, <laughs> like oh, yeah. all that week, because it's real chill in school. Yeah, it's when like, you just yeah. go to school and it's like it's like, all right, guys, go straight to the auditorium. We're gonna watch a movie. Oh, I'm like, man. oh, yeah, I love yeah. those days. We'll go outside and play kickball or something. Yeah, that's that's that was the shit, man. So whenever that's... my son's like, oh, you know, I don't like school. I'm like, no, trust me, like you're gonna miss it. Like after it's all said and done, you're gonna want to go back because I there's some so certain like you just have all these these bonds with all these friends that you know you can't really replicate like once you're outside of school and in, in the real world, as we say absolutely just like um or you can kind of like replicate those things like you know while you're at work that water cooler talk you know it's the same thing as like what i used to do in school like with the four or five people that i knew watch wrestling i used to come to those guys right after monday it's like did you see did you see that did you see that and so it's kind of the same thing if you get a little older though that's one thing you don't kind of miss out on all right so you know what we go to toronto for forbidden poor i'm gonna bring the ices we're gonna bring the ices and the the put in a pudding pops and all that man oh bsk field day (laughs) Here we go. BSK Field Day. I like that. That actually sounds like an actual event, right? Like, this should be a festival. Something GCW would do, like GCW Backyard Wrestling Field Day or something. I think we can, I think me and you can swing a GCW pay per view on fight. I think we can. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, let's book it. Let's get the Motor City Machine Guns and, you know, a couple other guys. So you were you were at um uh, AEW pretty recently, right? Yeah, with the cage match with Moxley. How how was that? Um, it was it was great, man. I had amazing seats shout out shout out to my dad man he yeah he came through with some uh some last minute um fucking home run seats third row uh camera side Mm. so yeah it was real cool man just uh it was kind of like chill the first aw event was um blood and guts here and it was kind of like chaos because i think the city didn't or the the venue didn't really know or expect what kind of crowd aw had so Mm -hmm. like some of the bars were closed you know Mm. so this time all the bars open everything is real chill like the the crowd isn't chaos like a wwe crowd like full of families and stuff like that so aws man it's they they knock it out the park with live events they they did and that that cage match was crazy live 
And that crowd was definitely better than Las Vegas. So I don't know if you guys have any casinos, but double or nothing, bring it out to Detroit next year. Because Vegas, I'm sorry, do not go back there. And we could probably transition right into uh, some of the pay-per-views this Ooh, weekend. But that, we got a ton of crowd, casinos. Bring double or nothing here. We uh, will but, <laughs> do it justice. When, when I watch a wrestling show, I don't care who's in the ring, what the match is. If the crowd is dead, I'm automatically checked out. I'm sorry. Like I, It's it's hard. Like I can't. It's like watching wrestling on mute to me, and I can't do that. I need to have the energy. It's like... You, I don't know. How do you feel about that, about crowds and wrestling? Yeah, crowds, they they make the show. I mean, that's what they're there for. But it was it was tough the other night. It was it was kind of, you know, certain things I expect them to pop for. They didn't. And then I guess it was a really long show, too. You know, I got to check it up to that. You know, so yeah, I, that's that's the problem. Like when you start the show with, with Tony Khan coming out as a gangster in a fedora, that's like, is how we're starting the show right now? Like, what's going I on? I actually here? missed that part. Oh. I came in um during the uh, battle royal, which was completely odd because when I when I came in on the show, everybody was outside of the ring. I'm like, are we getting a reverse battle royal right now? Is this some impact stuff? What, what is going on? So I'll talk about this and I'll backtrack to the Tony Khan thing. So the Battle Royal, like, it's definitely better than what they've usually done because their Battle Royals have been terrible. So yeah. this is more traditional. It's like we're not doing the, the suits. We're not doing, like, the different entrants or whatever. We're just doing a Battle Royal. So going into it, it's like I I liked how it was. The Battle Royal was good. I loved, like, the ending with Swerve and Orange. Like, I want that match. Um, So definitely significantly better. Is, was it good? Yes, compared to all the other Battle Royals. But there was like seven different storylines going on. You had the whole Swerve and Keith Lee on one corner with Dustin Rhodes. And then you had um Jay White and the Bullet Cl- Club Gold and Ricky Starks. And then you had like the best friends and you had the Luchadors. Like you had all these different things going on. So yep. it was a little confusing. But like once it got down to like the core four, I guess you could say, that's when it really picked up for me. Um, But like the pre-show was basically like they were announcing or having the, the opening ceremony for the t- uh, the Owen Hart Memorial and Martha Hart came out and everything. And then she's like, last year, I told you to wear hats and, and you're bling and all that. But this year we're going to be gangsta. And then out comes Tony Khan, like the most awkward, like little guy with a little hat on. And like, I remember like when I was in high school, like you had like the girls that would like kind of like go over the top and like be nice to like the geeky guys. That's what it felt like. Cause you had like Brene Paquette and Martha, uh, I was gonna say Martha Stewart and Martha Hart. Oh, be like, Oh, Hey, Hey Tony, come here. Show us the fedora. And he's like, Hey guys, I'm gangsta. And it was, just, you got to go back and watch it, man. It was so awkward. He's over there. You could tell like he was told to wear the hat. Like Martha was probably like, Hey, you should wear the hat. And he's like, should I, should I? Okay, cool. Like, you know, when somebody tells you to do something and you know, yeah. it's not right, but they told you to do it and you're not going to say no. So that's what it felt like. But it was, it was so awkward, I, man. I'm surprised I haven't seen this yet. This is, this is crazy. Yeah. Me, it's, 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 it's on, it's on YouTube. You can watch it on the pre-show right after the Jeff Hardy fell, uh, busted his ass off the turnbuckle. They went right into the, uh, but I've seen that. You saw that. Okay. Yeah, I see that. The crazy thing is I've never heard like a themed, like, like foundation, you know what I mean? Like they're doing this for Bret Hart. I mean, for, for Owen Hart. Mm -hmm. Why is it a theme every year? I think it's like her company. So because of that, they're calling it the Owen Owen Hart foundation. Like obviously the whole Owen Hart, he's, they're never going to do anything with WWE. So, but they wanted to do something with, with wrestling, obviously. And I guess Tony Khan must've talked to them or whatever the case is, but I think it's all right. I mean, they got some people in the company um, that have close connections to him. You have Mark Henry, you have Jeff Jerry, you have, um, there's plenty of people there, obviously. Yeah, so they can, you know, it's definitely going to be right, I feel like. Um, but like, like, what's the purpose? Like last year, they gave them these belts and they brought those belts back, by the way. They show the same belts yeah. and the same trophies. Like you already have trophies. You don't need belts on top of it. But I mean, the whole thing is good. As long as there's merch, he's going to be in the video game. I want to play his Owen Hart. So that's cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but like, what's like the actual purpose? Like Adam Cole and Britt Baker didn't really get anything last year. As far as I know, they carried the belts for like two weeks and that was pretty much it. So I think it's yeah, just something in his yeah. name just to keep the Owen Hart name alive. I guess. That's fine with and, me. I mean, having a tournament in his honor is 
completely fine with me because I mean it's just like naming the G one after you know a Nokia or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, having an Owen tournament, but it has to mean something. You know, what I mean for it to be like, oh, I won the Owen. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole won the Owen, like you said. Mm-hmm. He got that terrible belt and <laughs> nothing else, pretty much. You know. This year, I think it's going to be a little bit better because it starts in Toronto for Forbidden Door and then okay. it ends off in Calgary. So, like, there's a whole stretch of, like, the entire month of June, pretty much, where they're going to be in Canada. So, it makes sense that all the matches are going to be in Canada with the finales in Calgary. It's, like, kind of perfect yeah, there. That's, that's um, but, like like you said, like, what's the actual, like, end game? Like, who's who's going to win? Like, you got a couple people with connections. You have, like, Jeff Jarrett, probably somebody, oh, Chris Jericho. There's definitely people there that have, like, connections. So, I would definitely, like, at least put the belt or the trophy, whatever, on somebody who... You know, honestly, let Jeff Jarrett win it. I would, I would, I would be okay with that. I would be okay with Jeff Jarrett winning the Owen Hart Memorial. It makes more sense than like uh, Adam Cole did last year. I mean, it's enough belts in that company for that. You know, for winning the Owen to get you an opportunity to face for a title. So, yeah, I don't know which one. Yeah, pick one. <laughs> you know, it's so it's, it's a lot. They're not short on titles right now. The FTW title that's still a thing, right? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, Hook still carries it around. Yeah, Hook carries it around. Honestly, my my favorite title right now is the international title, Orange Cassidy. I feel like he sets off Dynamite every week. Even like I said, the the best part of that Battle Royal was him and Swerve. I want to see that match. They haven't announced it as far as I know for Dynamite. Um, But that would be a good match for like tonight or whatever. Um, Do Orange and Swerve. We're probably outdating ourselves. Probably by the time they hear this, it's like Swerve is already the international champion. Because I think he should be, honestly. You need to (laughs) get him away from from Toa Leona and Bishop Khan. And uh, I like Prince Nana. But it's like Swerve doesn't need to be with those guys. Brian Cage, like separate them like they they got rid of trench and uh what's the other guy's name uh, i was just gonna Parker. ask about those guys what happened yeah, to those guys they're gone i don't know they just the last i heard they were like we lost soldiers in a war like okay like are they gone with the company like what, i don't know what the situation is he's and, hanging uh, around rappers that don't sound too good don't <laughs> <laughs> and, and swear and keith lee still haven't had a match they've been like feuding on rampage every week but they haven't actually had a one-on-one match yet so how is this feud still going Nobody knows, and nobody it's really been, cares. Honestly, that's when was when were we in um in Toronto? That was October, right? Yes, that feud was going yeah. then. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think and, and we haven't seen then. we haven't seen Rick Ross since. Like it was a one time thing. Yeah, and, that's... Um, yeah, it, it's 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 sad, but um, yeah, the, Ross the is a busy Royal, man. <laughs> like, the Battle Royale was good. I, I was hoping like Powerhouse Hobbs would be in it because I'm pretty sure like he had announced that he was going to be in it, then he wasn't in it. So it's like I don't know what happened. Um, maybe there's he's going to be the poster boy for Collision, literally, and just put him on that show. I guess. Mm-hmm. You, I kind of like the the Battle Royal, but only thing I had a gripe with is everybody getting their shit in. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's it's how too it's- many people for everybody to get their spots in. At this point, you know, I was like, all right, get rid of him. Get rid of him. You know, it was yeah. a long, long night for AEW. But I'm just noticing, like, small parts of matches that just could have been cut. Yeah, that's just like an indie trope that they just carried on to AEW. Like, yeah. put it on a bigger stage, basically. <laughs> but I mean, there was some spots I like. Like, there was a one point where, like, where the Luchadors were being, like, cornered. It was, like, the Lucha Brothers, Bandito, and I think Commander all together. Yeah. Um, and, and then fucking Commander running the ropes over and over again. He kind of he, he kind of got what he deserved by getting pushed <laughs> off of that. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, you want to walk the ropes of the Battle Royal. It's not that smart, Commander. I love Commander, though. That was kind of Yeah, dope. Commander's great. Could you um, imagine being in the Battle Royal? just a guy running along the ropes. It's like, what's going on out here? Yo, so I'm going to an indie show. I go to these House of Glory shows pretty much every month in Queens. And for the next show that's going to be in a couple weeks, they announced El Eo de Vikingo, okay. Speedball Mike Bailey, and Carlito are all going to be on the show. So I'm kind of hyped by that. That's a... Yeah, so I'm not sure what the matches... I don't know what the matches are going to be. Yeah, they always like... Because this is a company that's owned by Master P. So they they do like 
get some big names every once in a while. Yeah, I know. It seems like the hidden partner behind it that they don't really talk about. So Amazing Red and his boy Brian XL, they like booked the, book the territory, whatever you want to say. But Master P is like the person that actually like puts the money into it. So they get Wait. big names at every show. And this is like at a, at a nightclub in Queens. So I remember like hearing something some years back yeah. about Master P getting into yep. the wrestling business again. This is it. Yeah, I, I didn't. Company. I thought it fell on his face because he, he has no, a lot of failed businesses. No, it's, it's a wrestling group in, in Queens, New York at all places for Master P. Yeah. So. Shout out Master P, man. Yeah, we like, haven't seen any No Limit Soldiers. The No Limit Soldiers haven't showed up yet, but good. Good. I mean, he should, he should just call Conan and let him run a couple things. Mm. But other than that, we'll call anybody else. No, nobody else. Not. I mean, Rey Mysterio, but he he'll do it. Right, Ray, Ray do a spot if Master P talk to him. Oh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and then we had Adam Cole and Chris Jericho. I think this is the worst match of the show. Like. Uh, yeah, I was confused I when the match started. I didn't know what was going on. Um, everybody was confused, man. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know the rules. Um, everybody came out to the ring and then everybody left. And then Sabu came and did a couple spots, which was weird. I, I, I thought he was a referee in a match at first. Yeah. So when they first brought him out on Dynamite, he was supposed to be like on Cole's side with Roderick yeah. Strong to kind of even up the odds with the Jericho Appreciation Society. So, okay, cool. He's going to be on his side. But then when they announced the actual match, they were like special enforcer. So like, okay, so he's not on his side. He's supposed to be like the referee enforcer. Um, and then when he the match starts, he just comes out with Cole and then he starts attacking Jericho. It's like, wait, what kind of enforcer is this? Like, and Jim Ross on commentary is like, is he the referee? Like, why did he just go through the table? Like, what's going on right now? The, but the funny was thing like, about it is he comes out in a suit with like his VIP pass around his neck. It's no, so like, that's 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 the picture of um his ex girlfriend actually passed away. I was it? I, it, looks yeah. like it, it looks like yeah, it. It looks like it. Right? Right? It looks like it. It looks like it. Right? You know. So I'm, I'm thinking like he's coming straight from like a presser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta go kick some ass. And he just gets up and goes to the ring. I, I thought it was Bobby Fish at first. Was that Bobby Fish? Was he trying to hide under that? Like, what's, what's going on over there? But no, it was it was Sabu. He did his little table spy and everything. Yeah, um, he did a small tumble off the t- off the uh, top. <laughs> I, I was I was shocked to see him, and honestly, I don't think we're ever going to see him again. Because of course, as soon as he showed up, everybody's like, "Remember what Sabu said this time and that yep. year?" You know, Sabu yep. is not the the best person when it comes to speaking his thoughts. I guess so. I think that was like the probably the quickest like appearance in an AW like ever, and we're never going to see him again. Probably after that, but the match itself was was bad because after that happened, it just became it like you know an unsanctioned match but like you didn't know what the rules were and then the match just stopped on its own like they tried to do like the whole brock in or in spot with the you know the elbows but like mm-hmm. no offense to adam cole but him dropping elbows isn't the same as a brock lesnar dropping elbows yeah so the match kind of stopped like the crowd just booed like i don't think they even knew what was going on they probably thought that like he got disqualified they didn't know what the rules were you know so the match just ended and that was like kind of fell flat on his ass honestly i, I didn't like that match at all especially after the roderick strong jericho match that was a couple weeks old that was great that should have been like what they did on that show should have been on the pay-per-view. Yeah. But, you know, this pay-per-view lacked what these guys should have had, a regular straight-up match. Yeah. I, I'm, I love Chris Jericho, you know, and and uh, Adam Cole is more than capable of having a great match with Chris Jericho. Why not just have a regular match? Just say, I'm, I'm better than you. That's pretty yeah. much it. You already had your street fight against Roger Strong. It don't get no better than that. You know, just have a regular match on a pay per view. That would have been way better than this. Um, I don't, I don't know what that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was great to see Sabu go through the table. Why not? Then you had FTR against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Um, the match was okay, but like the crowd just did not give a fuck. So I didn't yep. give a fuck. Honestly, they didn't pop until what Aubrey Edwards got hit by yep. Karen Jarrett, which is like this is the most TNA pay per view I've ever seen. Like, and people are like not even like 
realizing that and accepting it. it's like oh it's nothing like tna it's like it's just like tna this is it's the, the same entire pay-per-view was tna to it, the it just core. has more money that's yeah. all it really is it just looks nicer but yep. it it felt like tna i'm sorry in so many ways um and yeah this match just was like nothing it was like yeah it was nah. a lot just a lot of fuckery just a lot of it and i didn't expect any of that i want to see um ftr have a match yeah i'm sorry i wanted i wanted matches i expect matches from aw i'm sorry but... ftr is one of the, the best tag teams in the world like nothing against jared and lethal but this shouldn't be a pay-per-view match this should be like a rampage match not even done this should be a rampage match like yeah. why and you have mark briscoe there as another special referee whatever um that didn't i don't know nothing really happened there it was just ugh, i don't know yeah i mean it, no it's potential for for a great match ftr and lethal and you know yeah. jared why not I, those guys can have jared carry jared to a great match why not just have a regular match i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm just too boring maybe mm. <laughs> And then the next match, oh my goodness, Wardlow and Christian Cage. You, first of all, Wardlow, yeah, I didn't know this was a ladder match at all. You, if you didn't know, you knew when Wardlow almost died. By and I also didn't know this match was between Christian and Wardlow because I thought it was between Luchasaurus and Wardlow. Yeah, they originally had set it up as like, you made a seem it was going to be Luchasaurus, but then Christian yeah. kind of stepped in like, oh, it's going to be me instead. Um, so yeah, this, this match happened. It, it started really like weak, like with we're almost dying by jumping on a ladder. And oh. I thought he like broke his ankle. He shattered Ooh, his ankle. That so was scary. scary. Yeah. And then like Arn Anderson bites off like Luchasaurus's <laughs> finger. Like it, it was definitely fake. Cause you could tell it was like some prosthetic, like long Freddy Krueger looking hand. I'm just like, what is this? Um, but the match did pick up and then Wardlow did the crazy sent on off the ladder. I was so scared though. I'm like, oh my God, please like do not die. Do not die. Do not die. And he hit it and he, he won the match. So it was definitely the right result. But, um, this TNT title has just been cold ever since like Hobbs just dropped out of nowhere back to yep. Wardlow. It's been kind of like, ugh. Yeah, no, I was just happy Christian wrestled in a turtleneck the whole time. But <laughs> <laughs> the whole time Wardlow's like climbing to do the Jeff Hardy spot, uh, spot. Um, I'm thinking in my head, if I was Christian. Go get the belt. This guy's going to be down. He's diving off a ladder for no reason on a guy who's not in the match. Go get the belt, dude. And I was just screaming at that screen the whole time. So I, I don't know. It was it was a match I didn't need on this pay-per-view either. Yeah, so. that's that was like a recurring theme, right? It's like a lot of matches that just didn't really need to happen. Like everybody was just waiting for like the final two matches. That was pretty much like the whole feel of the show. And that's when the crowd finally woke up. Um, really quick, we had Tony Storm and Jamie Hader. It was literally a really quick match because Hader was hurt, I guess. Um, so Storm just went in there and just beat. It was just like shenanigans. You know, she comes out, she's getting beat up by the outcast. Rip Baker runs out. Hikaru Shida runs out. And then that was pretty much it. And Storm yep. got AW shenanigans, the pay-per-view. So, so I mean, <laughs> I, I'm happy for Storm because this is like an actual reign, unlike her last one that was interim, that they, after she lost the interim title, they're like, oh, never, actually, you were champion. It's like, oh, now you tell me this? Like, how are you going to tell me I was a champion when I, at the time I wasn't? So I felt, yeah. I did feel bad for her at that point. So that's, for that alone, I'm happy that they put the title on her, so she's like, recognized, recognized. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's just going to be transitional until Hater is, you know, healed again. Uh, or till they give it to Jay, because this title is incredibly cold. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to be this cold. It seems like the only time it heats up is this round Britt Baker. And well, it's funny you say that because I, I, that's what I thought they were going to go with. Like, I'm like, okay, if Hater's hurt and Baker's not on the show, which is kind of odd for Britt Baker not to be on the show. She did get her spot in the Adam Cole match. Yeah. But like, I'm like, are they just going to replace her with Britt Baker and put the title on her and then do something at all in or whatever? But no, they, she they came back out during this match, too. Right? She did. She came out with. Yeah, she came out. Like yeah, crazy. yeah. She's like, I'm not booked on this pay-per-view but i'm gonna show my face a couple times this year yeah. she definitely i noticed did. because the first time she came out she had on a pair of black and white jordan ones and then the second time she came out she had on a pair of yellow and white 
Oh, okay. And so I was like, oh, that's Brit again. Uh, she nice. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so they put the title on, on Storm. So, yeah, do you think that, like, what, like, they're going to build her against Jade? I know you said maybe put the, the title on Jade, like the actual woman's title? Possibly, you know, yeah. like a little bit down the line, maybe yeah. not. Um, mm, I'm not sure, but I, yeah. I, I think Jade's going to be up for that build because, I mean, why not? Who else could possibly heat that thing up? Yeah, we, we can talk about the Jade match now because she she lost the title like the first time she lost after 60 matches. And mm-hmm. there is like talks of her like taking some time off. So, yeah, she does take some yeah, time off and comes so. back as a as a baby face. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. The problem is like in all in, you're going to want probably like Tony Storm and like, you know, uh, Jamie Hayter. She is like OK to wrestle. And then Soraya, obviously, as well. There's a lot of UK talents you could definitely put on that. But I could definitely see down the line Jade jade winning um but yeah. before you know she lost the title she she came out can you tell me about big big bad vet is that her name i think i think that's her name yeah, yeah it, just... it's it was a song um a couple months ago you know, you okay. know music <laughs> really really fast it Got was it. a song like a while ago so i was surprised it, well, it was it was pretty cool it was a cool interest she had the, her sorority sisters out there yeah. winning. that was that was kind of dope yeah that um, was really cool yeah, but it's. <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, like she probably had to go in the back and explain that her sorority sisters are working. <laughs> like, yeah, I had to lose the belt tonight. <laughs> so, it's but, like I'm gonna yeah. win, but then I'm gonna lose right yeah, after. Yeah, like yeah, I'm, I'm I'm working, I'm working here. So but it, it was Matt, a cool entrance for yeah. Uh, yeah, match. The match I didn't expect much. Yeah, I didn't expect no, much out of like because this is this has happened like three times before, right? Yeah, the first yeah. time it wasn't good. This, this time it definitely wasn't good. Like like Taya like. I've never really been a fan of her wrestling per se. Yeah. Like she needs like the right opponent and Jade isn't the right opponent. Cause she doesn't have like the experience. Like yeah, if no. you put a tie with like a Thunder Rosa, I'm sure they'll have a really good match. Cause they both have like that Lucha style, but with a Jade, it's those two styles definitely clash. And like, you could tell like they were just trying to get the match over with just to move on to the actual angle, um, which was rumored. Chris Dallin, she came out looking like a beast. Yeah. Um, so she definitely like had the stature to take down a Jade. I just didn't like, after all this, after all this build for Jade, 60 and 0, this and that, she's dominant, dominant, dominant. And then she loses in like a minute to Chris Statlander. Like, I didn't really like that part of it. I'm happy for Chris Statlander. I just don't like how they just took the title. They should have honestly um, maybe like not done the tie match and just built to the Chris Statlander match and then have her drop the title that way. But if they, mm-hmm. I know they wanted the surprise. They wanted the big pop, I guess, which they needed because this crowd needed something to react to. So I did like that part about it, like her actually winning the title. But I just wish they would have took the title off of Jade in a better fashion. Yeah, I don't, I don't think um, taking it off of Jade that fast that way it was a good idea. But it it does set up a way for her to like ditch Mark Sterling because he did like set the open challenge. Oh yeah, right after yeah. it's sixty and zero. Like why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense as a manager. So that that sets up that like kind of tension between them two, and that could possibly set up her uh, face turn. So. Yeah, they've been Kinda, doing that. I know, nobody, you know. I know nobody watches Rampage, but they've actually been doing that, like, I think at least <laughs> one or twice where it's like she'll beat somebody and then it's like, oh, we want more. We want more. So I guess that was like supposed to be the idea. Like after she wins, oh, she, okay. she can take more, but she, you know, she bit more than she could chew, I guess. Um, yeah. and that was it was Statlander to come. But yeah, I like, like hopefully she stays healthy, Statlander. And it's like, like, who does she fight, though? Who does stay, like, like you have this TBS division? Is this totally separate than the women's division? Do you have like one women's division on collision and one women's division on? on dynamite like i don't know what they're going to be doing with, with that's that's no but because you need representation on yeah. all your shows from women so i, I don't i don't know dude because <laughs> that tbs title is about as cold as the the um main championship yeah but i i have no idea who statlander fights 
Thunder Rosa, maybe? Because she's, yeah, she's all over the collision. Yeah, she's stuff. on collision. Um, You have Athena out there who's like Ring of Honor, but it's like maybe you could bring her in to do something. But there's definitely women there that haven't like used in a while. Um, So I, I could definitely see something. But it's like, yeah, it's like it's probably AEW is like they sign so many people. Like, I sometimes forget like who's on the yeah. roster. Then they randomly pop up like, oh, yeah, I forgot this person was, was with the company. Like Serena Deeb. Where's Serena Deeb? Yeah. Haven't seen her in a... Is, she lost the title, I feel like. Yeah, is Willow carrying her um, New Japan belt? No, they mentioned it. They mentioned it on Dynamite, but that was like not supposed to happen. So I guess like they don't know what to do with that because that was supposed to be Mercedes. Who knows? That could have maybe messed up plans for um Forbidden Door. They could have thought maybe Mercedes wins the title and then she's fighting somebody. Then now it's Willow. So yeah, no, they haven't done anything with Willow since she won the New Japan title. Um, but I could see that being a program she like should a Willow be carrying that title. To sh- anytime she's on TV, because oh, yeah. how do people know that she won that title from? Mercedes Monet, like that's not yeah. a that's, that's something you should be. She beat Mercedes Monet. I would have said that on TV thirty times already. Yeah, no, they should. They should <laughs> like a, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was on Dynamite. They should like a quick like twenty second like segment just actually showing her beating her. So that was actually more than what AEW does. But yeah, with Forbidden Door, you would think yeah. she'd have to be on the show representing New Japan. As I wouldn't shut up about it. It would yeah. be hard to get me to shut up about it because I mean, why not? And she should be carrying that title, and that'd be a great. First opponent for Statlander. Yeah, Statlander and Willow. I could definitely see that. Those are two yeah. styles that definitely work. Yeah. Um, to go back a match, we had House of Black, their open house match that everybody knew was going to be the acclaimed. Um, yeah, again, this is another match. Like to match. me, the acclaimed like has cooled down so much. Like when they had was a grand slam and every single person had a um a scissor me daddy shirt, they mm-hmm. were so over. And then like what happens? They win the titles and then they don't really do nothing with them. And now they're kind of like just floundering around. They never um, should have won those titles. Yeah. They never yeah. should have touched those titles. They didn't need them. And they still don't need them, but they never should have won those titles. I wouldn't say they they've cooled down, but that entrance that as soon as they hear that music, oh yeah, people light up because they know something's gonna be said. And I got to say, my hat's off. That was the best freestyle he's dropped in a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time since he had me like on the edge of my seat for the I mean, bars. It was, I'm it like, was, okay. It was, written, it was written by Gangsta Tony Khan. So now he's, you know, oh, he's yeah. his bars Tony up. Tony had a fedora on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, had to, he had to step his bars up. He had to start dissing, dissing Dominic Mysterio. That's, <laughs> that's somebody that Tony Khan would like have a match with, Dominic Mysterio. Like at all wrestlers, I want to fight Dominic. I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. Do- Dominic and Tony Khan in a, like a chop battle, like a new right? Japan style. Chop I-, I know we're gonna talk about the video games later, but but can you can you ever see Tony Khan as a as a character in in a if AW? I was him, I would do it. <laughs> what would what? your finisher be? What would Tony Khan's finisher be? It, it'd be something like uh, um, he would probably have his finisher like the one wing name do or some shit like that. One wing name. Tony, yeah, he would take like the, one of the best moves in the game and be like, oh, that's my finisher. It's like kind of like. Like um, McMahon did the the stunner, it okay. same way, you know, or like a super kick or some shit like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something, um, a snowplow or something. <laughs> I'm sure there's something out there. <laughs> you little emerald flosion or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like he's Tony God. Oh my God. I'm gonna make him in the game though. Oh yeah, please it's do great. that. Please do it. with the with the fedora on as a as an alternate uh, as, as the entrance. Yeah, him and him and CM Punk with the same. So <laughs> so yeah, so we had this match. How, how you been feeling about these like House of Black like open house rules with the lights and everything? And I actually, I see when um You're, they were, were here. Yeah, yeah, they did it, and I was looking. I'm like, what? Because I didn't know anything about the you know open house rules thing. Right. So the lights just stay like that. My my dad went this time. He's like, stay like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, but it was it was cool. It was a cool visual while you're there. 
Right. Um, it looks good on TV too. Um, but this match was, you know, it was just a match, pretty much. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't understand like the dealer's choice. Like, just supposed to give the opponents like. I guess the choice to like pick whatever stipulation and there was yeah. no stipulation for this match. And there really hasn't been anything too crazy. The first one was like Julie Hart's band from ringside. Okay. Second one was like no tags needed. It's like step it up a little bit, do something crazy, like to stand out. You know, you would think like, I don't know, Max Caster would do announce something, but no, nothing, nothing was, was, was announced. So yeah, they probably didn't even give him like a chance to, think anything i mean because what else could you do is you can make it like oh no disqualification every match on this show is no disqualification so yeah, pretty much they pretty much didn't leave it open for anything submissions only or something i don't know what do you do knockouts yeah. that'd be a good rule for like uh malachi to come up with oh knockouts okay yeah. <laughs> he's just kicking everybody's heads off that's true yeah he, he can knock out people but can his oh, opponents. Yeah. yeah that's a good point yeah you, you know yeah and then we had the, the two good, really good matches of the show, uh, starting with the four-way with MJF, Sammy, Darby, uh, Jack Perry. Sammy coming out, announcing that him and Ty are going to have a baby. So that was like, okay. That. Congratulations, still, Sammy. Congratulations. You're still not going to win. But congratulations. <laughs> um, the entrances are pretty wild, with the exception of Jungle Boy. He just kind of came out and did his thing. But Darby was like, what, skateboarding Elvis? Yeah. And MJF had like the mask and he came down in the chair and everything. So yeah, the build to this was was terrible. I didn't like the build at all. Like one week, you know, you're gonna beat me, count out, you're gonna beat me DQ, and then you're gonna get another chance in the tag team match. Like, dude, just just announce the four-way. We know we don't have to, you know, hold these like hurdles for a month, basically. But they delivered. Obviously, the match was was freaking fantastic. No doubt that MJF was gonna win. I expected something with punk, maybe like to mm-hmm. announce something. So once I saw that it wasn't ending the show, I'm like, okay, maybe they're not gonna do what I thought they were gonna do with like maybe like a graphic show on punk or whatever. Um, but as MJF was leaving. And he was like, you know, I have no more opponents. Like, there's nobody else to fight. What am I going to do? So I, I feel like they're going to, you know, do the direction of it. Um, again, we're dating ourselves. We're, t- we're, we're recording this before Dynamite, but you're probably going to hear it after Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And of course, tonight, Tony Khan has a huge announcement about Collision. And it's like, all right, what's it going to be now? Is it going to be like CM Punk or whatever? So, <laughs> well, I, Tony Khan has zero subtlety about him. So if they were going to do anything with Punk, I think it would have been a little bit on the nose. Yeah. So, I, I didn't expect anything with Punk at all. I just expected a good match, which I got. You know, I, I'm not I'm not complaining about this match at all. Yeah, like, this match was fantastic. Out of watching that entire show, didn't get this. I was like, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm here for. This is what I expected too. So, so I, I didn't like so, certain things, like like Jungle Boys, like Conviction. Like, should I use the? Should I get use these tactics? It's like, dude, you you getting your ass kicked in this match. I think sometimes you, it's okay to be heelish sometimes mm-hmm. jungle boy it's it kind of got to make him tougher because he doesn't look that intimidating but it's right. like when you got a chance jungle boy lay into somebody you know what i mean yeah so when i when the show was going on actually i was watching uh battleground which we'll talk about in a bit i was watching that live because i was doing the coverage for, yep. for post and watching then like, as soon as it's over i'm like oh i wonder if aw is still going on i'm like do I want to like watch it from the beginning? Like, what do I want to do? And I'm like, whatever, I'll think about it after. So I put on my VR headset and I go to the, the, the big screen thing and I see in the theater, there's like five different showings of double or nothing. What? And like, they were all packed. Cause it's like, well, what a 15 person limit, I think. Yeah, something like or that, something. Yeah. And I finally found one and I got it and it was right at the beginning of this match. So like, okay, cool. So I watched this and I watched uh, Anarchy in the Arena in a movie theater, virtual movie theater. So that was kind of cool. Um, and I think I picked the right two matches because when I went back and watched the rest of the show, I'm like, oh, this show sucked. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, like originally I had just watched the last two matches. I'm like, oh, freaking double or nothing was amazing. Then I'm yeah. like, oh, no, the rest of the show is not amazing. But yeah, yeah I, I love this match, obviously. Um, there's rumors of what MJF and, and Tanahashi at, at Forbidden 
Gryffindor. Really? Um, yeah, I think he had like called out like some something to do with the ace or something, or like the top guy in New Japan. So I'm, I think that's going to be the match. Um, I mean, you can't huh. have MJF and Sonata. I don't think that's going to be good. Like the, the two champions, I can't see that being a good match. Yeah, no, because MJF is going to walk him like a dog in the promo battles. Not, I mean, he's not even going to have to like really do promos, but he just because he's Sonata, he's going to, yeah, he's going to murder him in the promos. So yeah, I, I can see. I don't know. That would be a good matchup. That's kind of a like clash of styles, like dramatically. Yeah, Tana and MJF. Wow. I, I like just hope it. we don't. Do I just hope we don't get like a whole bunch of tag matches like we did last year. You know, especially with us being there, I want to see yeah. some actual like matches, matches. Yeah, but limit the going, tags to two. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely gonna get some tags. I just don't want like the you know too many of them. Um, but if we are gonna get multi man matches, I want it to be like this next match, which is the Anarchy in the Arena match, Blackpool Comic Club and the Elite. This match was freaking total insanity. Um, what did you think of the the performance of Wild Thing? All right, look. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, um, I wasn't even one of the guys that was screaming blackface. I wasn't uh-huh. even one of those guys because I understand it. It's yeah, just yeah. A, like a shitty punk rock thing he did. Right, right, right. You know, he's just trying to look. You know, I don't know who, who's the band. Did anybody find out who's the the band that was playing? I want I want to say it's Vi- Violent Idols. I think that was the name of it. And who are they? Like a cover really band good, yeah. or something? Um, I would think so. Let's see, Violent Idols bands, AW. Yep, Violent <laughs> Idols. Uh, no, they. Oh yeah, they do cover. They did the co- covers of Gorillas, Clint Eastwood. So yeah, I guess they're a cover band. It looks like. Oh, I think Gorillas, Clint Eastwood. Who's rapping in that song? I but there's <laughs> a lot of bars in that song. My favorite, one of my favorites. <laughs> but it's. I get, I get it. I, I got the whole pain on the face thing. I wasn't even claiming that that much, but it was, it was a distasteful. Of course it was. Um, did it look hack? Hell yeah, it did. Did he have to keep playing? And they were butchering that fucking song. <laughs> no, they didn't have to keep playing. I understood they needed one of those songs to keep playing because that's they do in Anarchy and Arena. But right. guys, guys, I was so happy when he got super kicked. I was so, just turning that shit off and th- the rest of the band kind of like laughed and walked away i was like yeah good get out again they didn't even help their boy like they just yeah, they even try to help the guy like try to sell it like the guy got kicked in a fucking face they just left and left like all right cool but the match was the match was decent man i i, I didn't expect anything less than fucking craziness like that was when the referees bleeding in the first two minutes of the match <laughs> you know what to expect it's like sh- shit is on right Dude, he's like he's completely gushed open, and I'm like, what happened to him? Because the camera's all over the place. Yeah, that, that was, was my main. That was my main issue. Like, you do picture in picture. Like, they did eventually do picture in picture, but like yeah. in the beginning, there was some spots they missed. Like, I think when uh they were fighting by like the popcorn stand or whatever. Like, I didn't see what happened. You, just, you go back to when they're on the floor. It's like, wait, what's going on here? But yeah. you did have some really cool spots here. You had like the pile driver on the pickup truck, and you had like a uh Cesaro swinging. Uh, against the trash can and the, oh. the crazy stuff with the yo so which which jordans are those that explode <laughs> those actually were the end of the spider-verse jordan ones oh nice yeah, okay. they had an early pair they haven't released yet so yeah i was trust me i was watching it i was calling i'm like these guys are just tearing up those poor poor sneakers those poor poor sneakers <laughs> then he just exploded one pair so i was just like come on come on give them get those shoes a break they haven't done anything yeah, yeah I mean, it hurt my soul at least he took it off to hurt, hurt your soul. I think it hurt his foot when he stepped in the tax. I, yeah, he I threw, he threw a pair in the audience. I'm I'm getting a pair of those shoes. I have to. But yeah, it, they, they look pretty cool, though. The Young Bucks definitely put on a commercial. Then a lot of sneaker blogs on Instagram actually picked that up and um, showcased it. So that was pretty cool. 
so to finish was Takeshita, um, finally like showing his allegiance and 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 turning on, I guess, the elite and joining the Blackpool Comic Club. Like, I mean, he didn't officially join. I guess we'll find that out mm-hmm. on Dynamite. But yeah, that was the finish. So obviously, the the numbers are in the advantage of the Blackpool Combat Club. So you would think the elite has to get who Ibushi, right? I mean, you would think that's the guy they're gonna get. No, <laughs> gonna get Ibushi. Who you don't think so? I mean, he's no, been calling no, no, out no, no, Takeshita. No. He's been calling him a clone of himself, like a wannabe Ibushi. I'm hoping it's Fale. I'm pretty much <laughs> <laughs> the only person they can call is Bad Luck Fale. It's nobody okay. else. Right. Of course, I mean, Jay White's I already there. Yeah, yeah. Come, on, come on, come on, come on. But no, yeah, probably, probably Bushi. Yeah, probably. I think so. Yeah, I, honestly, when I seen the guy masked up, I'm like, no, but Bushi would never mash up, mask up, and come out there. He would never do that. He would just come out there. So, so I mean. Obviously, they're leaning to blood and guts, but I mean, they're not going to do that at Forbidden Door. For Forbidden Door, it looks like they're, they're leaning more towards Moxley and Okada. I think that's something that's being set up. And then uh, I guess Zack Sabre Jr. and Danielson. I mean, they kind of cooled down on that, but that was discussed at one point. They but now but now Sabre's talking to someone with Joe and they're doing something. And then uh, Brian Danielson is calling out Nigel McGuinness, but that's probably going to be in London. There's like a lot of things. Like I feel like that's one of my issues with, with AEW sometimes. Like, they're, they're trying to build too many things at the same time. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we have Forbidden Door and we have All In and there's All Out the week after that. They got to build to somehow that you, then you have all these like side shows like, you know, Blood and Guts or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know, like hopefully like they'll after this double or nothing, they can kind of like get back on track and actually like build to some substantial feuds coming out of this. Yeah, I think that's the um, the main problem with it. it's just they never completely they, they build like you're playing um, wwe 2k like you're playing universe mode you're built yeah. they only they built to the next show it's just like we got to think down the line dude because like we're, we're already booked for toronto we don't even yeah. know what the hell we want to go see no and that scares me <laughs> you know like even with wwe SummerSlam's down the line but i right. kind of got a feel of what's going to be happening at SummerSlam, kind of you know what I'm saying? The, so the main selling point for me, at least for Forbidden Door, is we're gonna get, we're gonna get New Japan talent that I don't usually see. Like I've exactly, seen, yeah. you know, a couple of New Japan shows when it comes to New York, whatever the case is. But like the fact that we're gonna see like you know a Shingo and we're gonna see an Okada and a Tanahashi, um, that that alone excites me. I just hope that like they're in substantial matches, like nothing too stupid. Yeah. You know, I don't want to see a battle royal. A battle, yeah, I've you know, never seen um any New Japan guys really like any of them. I think I've seen um. No, yeah, I've never seen any New Japan talent in uh, live. Nobody, because no, they never like do a circle in Detroit. So it's like, right. how would I ever see them? And this is my f- closest chance to get to see any guys. So I want to see as many people as I can have the best matches as possible. You know, with the best matchups possible. Yeah, last time I saw them, like, well, no, I saw some New Japan strong. So I guess I wouldn't count that. But last time there was an actual like New Japan show was like in 2019, and I had like. Uh, Ishii was on there. Kota Ibushi was on there. I want to say Suzuki. Um, so you know, I I got to see most of it, but like yeah. it's it's been so long that like a lot of talent is new now to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that I haven't seen live before, so I'm I'm definitely excited for that. Um, just excited to go to Toronto. You know, I had a blast last time, and just you know, now we're gonna see Collision. You know, the second yeah. episode of Collision is gonna be there. So it's crazy. No, you know what? I think I seen I seen Suzuki at GCW. He didn't do anything. I just got to sing Kazayinari. So that was that was good enough for me, really. I, I didn't care. <laughs> gotcha. Did you um did you get to watch all of Night of Champions? I watched both at the same time. Gotcha. Well, no, I watched I'm sorry. I watched um Battlegrounds and AW at the same time. I did watch all the Night of Champions too. That was a great show. 
Yeah, Night of Champions is great, honestly. Like Tony Khan, bring bring AEW to Saudi Arabia because oh my god, they they definitely like love their wrestling. Um, yeah, because you remember when they used to go was like ten like about ten years ago now, right? Saudi Arabia, yeah, when they first yeah, started. they used to go yeah. and they were sitting on the couches and people were looking at their phones and it's just yeah, like it you know they was bringing their kids. Now these guys, you would have thought they were in Philly or something like that, you know, because they were going crazy like oh, yeah. the entire yeah. show. They had their signs and everything. Like they yeah, looked like a WrestleMania, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I I enjoyed the show. It didn't. It felt like an actual like legit pay per view. Um, we're not gonna go through all the matches here, but some standouts mm-hmm. were obviously the, the the main event. I loved the whole entrance with Sami Zayn. It's like you already had his homecoming in Montreal. This felt like another homecoming here. He came mm-hmm. out with the robe. He was speaking Arabic. Like it was that was I love this match. That was amazing. And like yeah, he 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 didn't get the win over Roman at Montreal, but I feel like this was just as big. You know, yeah. like you got to get a victory over Roman Reigns. Um, and obviously it continues the bloodline storyline. I'm 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 loving this. People are like, oh, oh the bloodline story is not no, I'm loving it. I don't care. Like, yeah, there's some weeks that are a little bit slower than usual, but that's how TV shows are, right? Your favorite show will have a lull episode here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I'm still loving where this is going. I love how like it started with Jay as like the first guy to kind of confront Roman, and now it's Jimmy, so it's like he's getting his turn. So now right. we're, we're gonna get that Jimmy match. Um, there's so many things you could do here. You could do the Usos versus Roman and, and solo, you could have the, the singles matches. You could bring in more bloodline if you want, you know, like you, Rikishi is saying enough is enough it's on Twitter. More. So like, I, I'm, I'm excited, man. Bring everybody in, bring in, bring in Manu, bring in, uh, you know, bring in, bring in Jacob. Fatu. Get, I was about to say, get you Jacob know? over here, man. He could be and, another you know, goon for you, Roman. You, you could have Roman say, you know what? Fuck the bloodline. Fuck you, Samoans. Like I'm bringing in the Tongans and you get, oh. and you get the gorillas of destiny. You know, you can do, there's so many things you could do, man. Imagine that he, he just, he drops solo in the Usos and he brings in. Um, Hikaleo and, and Tomatonga. All right, all right. Not, you can leave Hikaleo's <laughs> busy, man. He's busy. Just, <laughs> just, just, have, just have him stand in the corner with, with, with his arm full. That's all. But um, but Jacob Fatu, I, I love Jacob Fatu. He's like speaking of yeah. House of Glory, he's one of like the standouts over there. He just dropped the title actually to Cardona, so that frees him up now. Yeah. So yeah, he I, I love Jacob Fatu. He's I'm surprised he's not getting I don't you know what I think it's by choice. I think he's gonna make somebody come get him. Yeah, because he he's got that. I think he's got that that real life attitude. Like, nah, I'm I'm the guy. Yeah, you know? and whenever whenever anybody like tells Jacob Fatu on Twitter, like, oh, you should go to WWE. Court Bowery defends us because he has him locked down an MLW contract. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long that contract is, but he'll he'll tell the world, no, 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 he's he's here. But it's like, okay, but nobody's watching him. Like MLW, like will take hiatuses for months and then they'll come back and they'll show a show from six months ago and it's like outdated like like you have wrestling moves so fast you can't oh be like God, showing yeah. matches from december in january in may you know what i mean it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense um so i i really want him there like i know he, he's been backstage at some shows taking pictures with the usos and all that but jacob fatu yeah he needs to be in in, in wwe and, and he would fit perfectly in this he i'm telling you when, when i watch jacob fatu at the indie shows he puts up the one and he talks about the bloodline he gets the whole crowd to, to put what? up the one. So it's like he's he's putting it in people's heads. So when he does show up on SmackDown, like, okay, I know who this guy is, Jacob Fatu. But uh, I'm excited for this whole bloodline thing and where it's gonna go. I like um the the photo of Sammy um standing on the top turnbuckle after they mm. defeat those guys and yeah. Roman's down on the bottom. That can I'm just waiting for like the documentary when they show it because that's like summing up the entire thing. Like, now look at you defeated on the ground while i'm holding the gold 
standing on the top yeah. rope. Like it's it's a lot. And Sammy sat there and talked trash to him for a minute too. <laughs> it was like yeah. this kind of. I know people are, are still sour that Cody didn't win the title, but honestly, maybe that that that's not the long term plan. Maybe that's they right. maybe it's Sammy. You know, you still got a lot of story to tell with Sammy and all that. You, mm-hmm. you have the, and you got money in the bank coming up. You could, if you want, put the money in the bank on Cody and just have him hold on to it for like a year, and then catch him in Mania. What you could do? There's so much that you could do. But honestly, I think Sammy should get a title run out of this, and then Cody should get a title run out of this as well. Um, yeah. There's so much more story to tell. Just, just bring in more Samoans. There's, there's a guy that's training right now called Zilla. Zilla Fatu. His name is Zilla. So yeah, another Samoan. I'm telling you, another Samoans. They, they keep popping out twins and triplets. It's, 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 it's never, it's never gonna end. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if, um, if the long run is to have like Cody defeat like a bloodlineless Roman, yeah, the only person in this corner left is Paul Heyman. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. And I'm, I'm not. Like doubting those guys would be able to sell that and make you want to see it because come on, Roman's one of the best actors in wrestling. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm digging that. If, we, if that's the long term story right now, Cody wins um, Money in the Bank. Possibly, who knows? Is yeah. he in a tournament for Money in the Bank? Not yet. Not yet. Only people that qualify so far have been Ricochet and Shinsuke. So well, that arm isn't going to be healed. They're yeah, gonna they're still injury. They're still the the Brock thing is still still more story to tell. So he might not even be in Money in the Bank. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? That, how the hell does he get a title shot there? I, I don't know. But that's 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 a lot. That's yeah, a long that, time. That's what I'm saying. It's something that I don't think is is in the cards just yet. Like I think right now the story is still Sammy in the bloodline in a way. And then you can go down to Cody down the line. They put him on Raw. They separated him from SmackDown. Right. So let him do his own thing there. And then. Down the line, you know, once you start heating up Mania season again, you could definitely do something. I just um, use the I just use Sammy and KO just to bring the tag team division back to life, and yeah. they can, they yeah. can, because they got enough tag teams right now. And if the Creed Bros come up from, oh, from yeah. NXT, pff, stop yeah. it, come on. And they've been teasing like Judgment Day going after the titles and Imperium exactly. going after yep. the titles. Like, yep. there's so much you can do. Um, yep. yeah. What else? What else stood out from the show? I know we spoke about Cody a little bit, but him and Brock had 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 a pretty good match, I think. Yep. Um, the ladies had great matches. Um, Oscar beat Bianca Belair. Yeah, that league. was surprising. That was yeah. really surprising. I, I was, like how she won. Honestly, yeah, I was, was floored, man. I, I didn't expect that at all. But if you're gonna, um, maybe I, I'm thinking Bianca wants some time off. I think so. I think and I'm not going to like. Off. I'm not. I don't want to like slight Oscar's victory like that. Yeah. But I, Bianca's been everywhere. Like yeah. she's been doing so much media and so much like she's been consistent with her matches. She's on everything, everywhere, all the time. I'm pretty sure she's run down, man. I'm pretty, not, I'm pretty sure. Not only that, but I feel like her being so overexposed has kind of given her some cold reactions. A little you bit. Know, here little bit. She's getting booed, booed every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Especially she's getting, getting somebody booed. like Oscar who's coming in like with this new like gimmick and people are yeah. liking it. You know, they like this new killer Oscar. So yeah, I feel the same way. Honestly, her and the Strew Poppets, if, if, if you want to give, you know, her and at least Tez, give them some time off and have them come back together. Yep. You know, that'd be kind of sick. Yeah. Um, But I, I feel the same way. Give her like similar to how Jade dropped the title, get some time off. Do the same thing with Bianca. Give her some time off and let Oscar run her shit. Um, yeah. Rhea Ripley destroyed Natalia in like a minute. And oh, then. Uh, yeah, I expected that. <laughs> Trish Stratus and Becky had a really good match. For a really Trish, good somebody match. Who doesn't wrestle on the regular, especially singles matches. That was great. Yeah. I love how they paired up uh, Zoe Stark or as I as my son called her Nintendo Switch. She came out. <laughs> Yeah, she came out with the with the red and blue blue vest with like yeah. the black shirt with the white font. Just how the the switch. I'm pretty sure it was like. intentional. I'm pretty yeah. sure she's probably I, I, like. I, a, a I went ahead. And, like, uh, I went ahead and tagged her on Instagram. She probably blocked me. She probably didn't like that. But I, uh, you know, I think like, it was yeah, pretty funny. found out. <laughs> um, but I I love the pairing with her and Trish. I feel like in the past, whenever you put somebody with Trish, look at Mickey James. You know, that was paired yeah. up with Trish. 
Um, I want to say Beth Phoenix also was kind of maybe involved at some point. But mm-hmm. whenever you like introduce somebody and they're like paired up with somebody like that's legendary status, like a Trish, that's only good for for the new wrestlers. I feel like Zoe's gonna like get a nice little rock, rocket strap to her back for this. One. Yeah, I like um, I like her like Titan Shrine when she comes out. It looks like like Wasteland type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks yeah. kind of cool. It make her look kind of badass though, like oh, yeah. you know, because she's already like Trish is goon. And she's like, oh yeah, look at her. She's looking all yeah. tough. <laughs> and Zoe is like one of the few people that like went into NXT already with some like indie um experience, you know? Like yeah. a lot of people don't realize that. Like when they see him in NXT, they think, oh, okay, this is their first time wrestling. But some of them, they still sign people with experience, like like a yeah. her, like a like a like a Roxanne Perez, you know. Yeah, which explains why she's on yeah. Raw already. So yeah. exactly. It's like you don't yeah. need to be in NXT. You just go there, polish it up a little bit, learn the WWE style. She and didn't then- need to be in NXT. Yeah. She didn't need to be chasing those girls for that title right now. Yeah. She didn't need to be chasing Core Jade around. Come on. That's when you know, like, somebody is ready. Like, when they're in NXT and they don't even win the title, say, no, we don't need to put a title on you because we don't need to elevate you. You're already elevated. You just need to. That didn't explain Baron Corbin, but keep. Free agent Baron Corbin. Speaking free of free agent. Agent, we, had, uh, we had Mustafa Ali and Gunther. This match was a lot better than I expected. Mustafa came out not oh. doing the whole positive, positively Ali mm-hmm. gimmick, but doing like a serious gimmick. He got a really good reaction here. And he gave Gunther a pretty fucking good match. We we don't doubt this. We all knew Ali was that guy. Yeah. Just give the guy a shot. That's yep. pretty much, you know how many people we can just say that about on the WWE roster and AEW roster? Just yeah. give the guy a shot in the place that he needs to get it. Not saying that he should, he shouldn't have went over. Of course yeah. not. Nobody no, course thought not. he was yeah. going over at all. Even though I think Gunther needs to get dropped that Intercontinental title. But how? That's just, the thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't the know who's going to take see, it. Honestly, the only thing I can see happening is him beating Rollins for the title and then just vacating the IC title. No. That's the only thing I can think no, of. No, 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 no. Somebody can win it through shenanigans. You think so? I don't want to see that. Only like person, babyface shenanigans. Only person <laughs> that I will say that I, I can see take the title off of Gunther, and I will say this because, and we'll talk about his match later because he's like literally my favorite wrestler right now. Mm-hmm. Dragon off, Ia Dragon off, like oh, absolutely, guy. absolutely. Bring him up on Raw, absolutely. like just unannounced, like open challenge. Come out there, destroy Gunther in a crazy twenty minute match. Put the title on him, and then Gunther can go after Raw. Or Pete that, Dunn, perfectly fine. Or Pete Dunn, yeah. yeah Pete Dunn's not doing anything, um, no, and that'd be that'd be a great way to introduce Pete Dunn to the world. Like, oh, this is Pete Dunn. Like, True. this is not this is not Butch. This and these guys done. have history of having gone through exactly so, so you wouldn't sense. even have to guess it and you can go back and show like oh these guys already had these wars before oh this yeah. is gonna be a banger yeah you can put that on any pay-per-view you want to but um but back to ali like yeah he lost but he looked great in defeat and the perfect thing happened after he got a little bit of buzz what happens he shows up unannounced at nxt and it's like oh oh then now he's doing this now so now yep. it's like you're thinking ali and wesley you're thinking ali and dragon lee ali <sighs> and dragon ali and carmelo like some of the matches ali could have at nxt it's like but i'm getting really excited i don't know who he beats out of those guys getting some victories I, that's what i'm like who who does he beat out of those people not mellow, of course. Yeah, he's not. He's not beating mellow. I, I don't think he even needs to like win. I mean, yeah, win some match. But I don't think he needs to like win titles or anything. I just feel like no. He, he just needs to win because if he yeah. doesn't go out in there and win, he's Apollo Cruz himself. That's true. That's true. You can have him maybe like um, you know, get a win over like a like a I say Wesley, but he has a title. But yeah, yeah, that's tough. That's yeah, tough. you know, because yeah, you, I, you don't want to Apollo yourself. I, that's true. Love Apollo. The brother is great, but. Even though I liked that they're giving him another shot too, yeah, on on Raw because they didn't have to give him a video package they did the other day, yeah, and they're really trying to please. I've been saying this for years. I've been saying he is. It's hard. It's hard to like compare him to people, 
but he is like, it's, I can't even do it. I can't, I can't, I, I was hard. It's hard, <laughs> but he's great. You keep going, you know, quick. <laughs> um, and then we had what Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. Obviously we knew who was going to win there, but the match was good. It wasn't like fantastic, yeah. um, but it was definitely a good match. I just, I, I like the title on Rollins. Obviously I, hopefully he's going to be like the working champion and, and yeah, fighting every week. You know, that's like a good match. Rollins and Ali, if you bring Ali back to have him yep. fight like these guys have like Rollins and Apollo, these guys that can wrestle, you know, Rollins and Dijak, just yeah. guys you wouldn't expect just, well, Rollins did this with the U.S. belt before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. now you're, you're you're putting on on a world title level. Like, why not? Like, have like these like the one thing I like about Ring of Honor is they have like these what they call proven ground matches where it's like you don't get a title shot, but if you beat him, you get a title shot type of thing. They could do the same thing with this mm-hmm. title, you know, do Absolutely. something different. And uh, yeah, I think Brock and Cody. I don't think I got your thoughts on that. Did you? What did you think of that match? Uh, it was it was it, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, it was out of Brock matches. It was one of the better Brock matches. But that's just because he was dancing with Cody. Yeah. But I, I'm kind of over the Cody injury angles. Yeah, it, it kind of like was it was easy to 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 predict, right? So he's coming in with a broken mm-hmm. arm. He's going to lose the match, obviously, and then you're going to build up to the rubber match. So the whole thing is like, okay, we're just going to get it over with and just go. To How the does he beat Brock match. though? Like, yeah. what stipulation match now? How does he beat him? Because he has to beat him to keep to move on. He has yeah. to beat Brock. It's got to be like a cage match or a last man standing match at this point. It's got to be something like last man standing. Yeah, it's got to be something yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, overall the show was great. I, I enjoyed it. You know, these Saudi shows are beginning a lot better. Obviously, I just I love when WWE goes out of the country. You know, you mm-hmm. had Puerto Rico, you have Saudi, and you're gonna have London soon, which I'm sure is gonna be a really good show. Yeah, they didn't pr- pump any. They didn't pump that much propaganda into it, so that was great too. And you know where else they need to go back into Lowell, Massachusetts, because this place was freaking <laughs> pumping. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like when they first announced this show, I was joking around with Frank, like, oh, you want to go? Like, it's not that far. We can go. Yeah. You know, when nothing ever happened, I kind of regret it, honestly. I kind of was like, I should have went to this damn show because this crowd was was really into this. I damn. was watching both at the same time. And like when AW was kind of like tearing, I would turn on because I was switching audios, of course. You know, I was like, yeah. ah, I go over here. Then I'll go. I'm like, what is going on over here? Right? <laughs> I like, just heard move, move, move the audio track from NXT and put it on on AEW. Yeah. <laughs> I think Dragonoff was Dragonoff and um Dijak was going on the same time as like Jericho and oh, Cole. Yeah. So I'm looking I'm like, I don't know guys. I'm like uh <laughs> this yeah. might be the match I need to watch. That was Dragonoff was, was bleeding from the mouth within like the first five minutes. I was like, yeah, this is the match I'm going to pay attention to. Right now. That was my match of the weekend. Like, obviously, I love the Anarchy in the Arena. I love the four way pillars match. But this match was like my type of match. Like, yeah, Dragonoff, like and I said, he was my favorite wrestler, not only because his wrestling style is amazing, but just like his reactions, the way he like gets into the match and gets yep. you like invested. It feels like he's in a movie, like yeah. the way he, he acts. So he literally legit acts like he's like fighting, which I totally love. Mm-hmm. And Working on somebody like Dijak, who's big but can also move, I just think made a great environment. And get up to Dijak as well. When he was laying on those those kendo sticks and and just talking shit in between oh, yeah. each guy, and then it just gradually just kept breaking apart. I thought this was great. And the whole finish with him standing, not like with the regular step ladders, but putting it up upright and getting mm-hmm. even more like advantage and dropping and dropping his uh you know back back uh hand or whatever. That was um, that was freaking that was nasty. That. <laughs> that <laughs> that was nasty. But I like dragging off against guys that's bigger than him. Yeah he lays into him. And I, anybody that's gonna let you like you know what I'm saying work into that please p- keep putting him against these huge guys. Like you said him against Gunther again for that fucking yeah. kind of the belt. Just just take my money. Just take it. Take dragon my dragon off and Brock that would be a fucking crazy <sighs> match I feel like. I don't know if Brock well they say Brock is a pretty giving guy. 
I think he is. So if yeah, I think if you watch like a Dragon Off match, I think he'd like Dragon Off. I think he would. He would like. All right. Yeah, yeah. He he would like him for. Let's go, kid. Let's see what you. But um, but the whole card I think was pretty strong. The only match I think was a little weak to me was a tag match with Gallus and the Creeds. I love the Creeds, but I feel like this match just didn't really hit as much. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the card was great. I I I'm a I'm a big fan of these like heritage cup matches because I watch NXT UK, so I actually enjoy wrestling that's different. Like same same with the Pure Rules matches for Ring of Honor. I like matches that are like different. It's not just like bell to bell. It's like you know you got rounds and you got rules and this and that so i like right. it and I, I love this new stable with noam dog oh, yeah you got the whole hoop jackson i just yeah, like, I love it. great this i love it I, I was saying he invited to the picnic there, <laughs> there we go noam dog at the picnic baby you got the whole hood behind him we 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 ready we in the building me and noam i told him pull up to detroit i got you <laughs> whatever <we> go. <laughs> you need bro <laughs> <laughs> no I, yeah i do like it though I mean, it's, it's more push it's like a playoff to alicia fox yeah kind of thing. Much. it's like yeah. no him yeah. he just got the riz like you just can't i can't be mad he just got that man that's that's within him he, he was gonna do this scripted or not you know so hey i, I, I just secretly keep down I, I wish i was no him dar kind of you know <laughs> two braids to the back you know, yeah. just just maxing, relaxing. You know, <laughs> walk around with a giant trophy. Like, come on, yeah, hey, just supernova in it. You know, just <laughs> um, that, that match was good. I love the opener with Wesley, Bate, and Gacy, uh, North American Triple Threat. That was really good. Um, yeah, the Tiffany Stratton, Lyra. That was a fucking yeah. r- good match for yeah, for somebody good. Tiffany who doesn't have that much experience. Tiffany's um, you can't escape is getting crispy. It's getting <laughs> real crispy. I like it. Yeah, and she's like 24 years old. So imagine her like in a couple years, like on the main roster on a SmackDown oh, yeah. when she's like polished 27. Oh, yeah. Like she's gonna be a freaking star. She's already a star in my eyes, but I feel like she's she just keep taking all Kenny's finishers. I was like, I was just, <laughs> just start doing V triggers, Tiff. Just... And then you had you had the Boston sports entrance for Carmelo showing all the different trophies that they won with all the teams here. And then which was really dope. Yeah, I loved it. And then Braun Breaker kind of with his with his dog face gremlin gimmick. That was uh, the dope interest too. Yeah, this I mean, I, like this show was really good from from yeah. you know from from uh beginning to end honestly and and i'm, I'm enjoying these these um when, when they leave the performance center i think the next show is going to be in in texas texas seems mm-hmm. to always have pretty good crowds so uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm really and people and people are still like there's a stink of nxt ever since the 2.0 that people just don't want to give it a chance that was the superior show saturday night like like i was having this was, with people where the they were like oh no double or nothing was better it's like did you watch battleground no i don't watch that shit it's like no like nxt has evolved like it's gotten a lot better than the 2.0 like you yeah. need to get it's, it's not two play on anymore. Yeah, it's, like at least watch like the Dragon All match. Do you know you, yeah. people need to like realize that you know it's it's not what it. I honestly think. thought um, Braun was Shingo Takagi because I glanced over <laughs> real quickly and I was like, oh shit, Shingo! I was like, what's he I, I can see that for sure. That's funny because yeah, when he was walking Hello, down Hayes the versus tunnel, Shingo, let's go. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Hold on, what the hell? But um, not. I, I, I mean, if I had to pick one show from the weekend, I definitely would pick Battleground because I didn't think any match was skippable. You know, like I mean, even like Night of Champions, I don't think it was skippable. But you did have like some squash matches. Mm-hmm. Um, but then obviously there was a lot that was skippable on Double or Nothing. So yeah, I think Battleground was was my favorite show of the weekend for sure. Yeah, I was only thing problem with um Night of Champions is I was I had to watch that walking into work. Mm. So I was I'm looking on my phone. My brother's like, "Who's winning?" I'm like, "Seth just won," and I'm just like trying to watch the show and be at work at the same time. But you know. I don't mind an early um, pay per view, long as it's like, you know, afternoon. That's so, fine. so, so looking ahead at Money in the Bank right now, I'm just looking at like some of the competitors. So, so far in the men's match, you already have Ricochet and Shinsuke, and then you're gonna have either LA Knight or Montez Ford. I guess they're, they're having a qualifying match. Okay, and then it says Matt Riddle. I guess I don't know he had a qualifying match as well. But who, who, who would you put the the Money in the Bank on the briefcase? 
from those names or just anybody else that might not be in. Because uh, how many people were putting it? Six people. Six, in this six one, right? people. Yeah. So we already got AJ and um, is it Finn? No, no. Oh, for what? For the, no, it's who's Rick already Shane qualified? Shinsuke. Ricochet, Ricochet and, and Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Yeah. yeah. I think they're keeping people that like haven't really had the title. I know Shinsuke did, but that was like Ricochet is there for spots. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think Montez. If, I think if, I'm pretty sure Montez is probably going to get the victory over He's LA. Probably Knight. there for a spot or two. Yeah. As well, unfortunately. Uh, well, because I don't expect any of those guys to win um, the briefcase. I don't think Shinsuke needs the briefcase either again. No, nah. because he already had it, right? No, he, he didn't have it. He, he won the WWE title. He won the Royal Rumble. He won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he won the Rumble. He won the Rumble. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, dude. It, it's that's a tough one. That's a tough yeah. one because I couldn't see anybody like walking around with it. That's because that's definitely like a heel thing, you know. So. Who knows? They got it. Right, so, and, let, you know, Shins- Shinsuke didn't win this. For some reason, I thought he won the world title. I was probably thinking of the NXT title, but yeah, he hasn't won the world title. No, so. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's. But he's not the person that should have a briefcase. I feel like. Um, nah. like I don't. I couldn't I imagine Shinsuke the- running down the ramp. Yeah, the briefcase. yeah. <laughs> um, he could do like a he could do a schedule turn cash in, but I don't. I don't see him. Running honestly, down like there. like if if LA Knight wins over Montez, I can see LA Knight holding a briefcase. Yeah. He seems like a type. That he's will walk a briefcase, briefcase guy. Yeah, you know, as you say that, yeah. Especially yeah, him, who's like a heel, who's borderline babyface with the reactions he's been getting. I can definitely see him like teasing something against like Seth Rollins or something, and have LA Knight and Rollins have a have LA a match. Knight's, he's definitely anti-hero type shit, yeah. so he can win it and be like, "Oh, you thought I was a babyface? No, I've, no." <laughs> and then women's win. Women's wise, there's nobody that's qualified so uh, so far, but some of the names that are in qualifying matches are Lacey Evans, Zelina Vega, Natalia, Zoe Stark, Becky Lynch, and Sonya Deville. Becky Lynch being in this is kind of weird. Zoe's um, gonna win that thing. You think so, Zoe? Yeah, Zoe's gonna win that thing. And Trish is gonna manage her, and then Trish is gonna screw her over for her. Then it's gonna be Trish versus Zoe, something like that. I don't know, you know, but that's the ah, that sounds about right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zoe's gonna win that thing. She can definitely walk around with that briefcase. Gotcha. But yeah, definitely some 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 big shows with Money in the Bank. And then we got Forbidden Door and All In. And I still don't know how I'm gonna watch All In because they haven't announced <laughs> what it's gonna be on. Like who knows? Who knows? I went on the new HBO Max and all I saw was all access. So it's like, well, where am I gonna watch this show? I haven't updated any of my apps to Max yet. So it's still like download Max. I'm like, all right, in a minute. Nah, I don't want to. <laughs> in a minute. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think all the, I think all the old stuff is still on HBO Max, but the new stuff is only on Max. So I think that's how. They're, uh, they're doing you know to get people to try to like upgrade to it but um yeah strong strong weekend of shows and uh next time we'll be having one of these what up those it'll probably be like around forbidden yeah. doors so we'll probably talk about that obviously let's just fucking well. do it live why not yeah, yeah. yeah. actually, yeah, actually well, not actually, live but like you know <laughs> yeah in person yeah you know. for real yeah 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 let's just do it maybe get some special guests you know a lot of t- toronto celebrities are gonna be we got the bsk out. house That'd bsk be- house yeah <laughs> So uh, what do you, you want to transition into now? You want to want to stay with the wrestling and kind of talk about what you've seen so far with this Fight Forever video game? Yeah, sure. We can do that. <laughs> because I've been playing WWE 2K a lot. A uh-huh. lot like a lot, a lot lately. I beat both the uh, My Rise um, storylines, like the okay. women's and the men's. They have one um, called the Legacy with the women's, which is like... They they make a fake like um, storyline, which is like the, the female that you create, her aunt, was like in the Attitude Era diva, and she she won all these championships. She goes in the Hall of Fame, and then you get to like, you know, like take it's on her legacy storyline. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good storyline. Yeah. Like it has a lot of like, and then you kind of team up, and it's got like new new school versus old school to get like Trish and Lita and all these other girls. And I I, I was wondering why the Bellas is having a problem with the game. They're in the storyline, so it's like, oh, mm. I get it now. So okay, but yeah, it's a it's a really good story, and the, and the guy's story is about like the lock or something like that. They make a fake indie 
like a uh, storyline for you. So they they even sing you to like that you get fired, you get they sing you to New Japan. You know, oh, that's pretty <laughs> they, cool. you make like they have like a fake um, G1 tournament, which is called the Apex tournament. And oh, you have to keep going in it. And then um, the finals are in like a it's, it's a fake Tokyo Dome. It's the, <laughs> it looks just like that's Tokyo Dome. It looks like Wrestle Kingdom. Like, yeah. It's really like it's a really good arena. They did their thing with this. And it's um it's pretty good, though, man. You One of your buddies It's kind of like a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn type of storyline, because one of your buddies does this and you go win a championship. He doesn't win the championship and they, you kind of feud the entire storyline. But they hmm. whoever wrote that story for the game. Great fucking job. They they need to write for TV <laughs> because that story is really both stories are really good. So this year's 2K is definitely better than the last couple, you would say? Absolutely. A- gotcha. Absolutely. The visuals, like they it's, they took the last game and perfected it because the last game was pretty good, but it was, it was limited to the things you could do. This time they really let you do whatever you want and they, they just made it look really good. Even your like your creative wrestlers look like the actual wrestlers now. So they they fine tune it. If you're playing on like a next gen system, you're really getting the full aspect of the game too. So this is the first WWE game I didn't buy at launch, and the main reason, honestly, maybe hopefully some listener can help me out with this. I've been having some issues with my PS5, and it's pissing me off. Uh-huh. So I bought my PS5 at launch, one of the first people to get it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But recently, like it's been having, I guess, overheating issues to the point where like it'll work perfectly fine. I can watch YouTube, I can play games, but when I try to play like a big game like a 2k or like i was trying to play like god of war right. it'll turn off it's on its own so i looked it up and it's like yeah. yeah you need to clean out your system so i did that i opened it up carefully and all that unscrewed it did everything i ordered all the right tools i need to do clean day looks perfectly fine right. i bought a fan an extra fan to put on behind it i moved the placement of it so it's not like too close at all. i did everything it could say and it still is giving me issues and i'm like i don't know what to freaking do with it like it it works it's just like turns off when it like it plays too powerful of a game so I was hoping when they had this PlayStation showcase, they were going to announce a new PS5 because my plan is to go to GameStop and be like, and hopefully nobody from GameStop is listening to this. Right. I was gonna go to GameStop and be like, hey, I just want to upgrade my PS5 and get, you know, the new version can, you know, and pay the difference and all that. Perfectly fine. They, they would test it out. Everything would be fine. And then, yeah, they do it. So that was my plan. But then they announced a, a Spider-Man PS5 console, whatever. So I'm just like, oh, what do I want to do? And um, I have the digital version and I'm like, do I just like go there and ask for the, the disc version and just still do the upgrade? Like I I, I, may, I might have to because I'm literally sitting on all these games that I can't play like Resident Evil 4, God of War, Horizon, WWE. Ugh. I can't play these games because my system turns off. So it's like literally like stopped my 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 video game aspect of it. Um, but I think my PS5 is definitely capable of playing uh, AEW Play Forever. I think I should be OK with that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> OK, guys. <laughs> I know I know everybody who's listening to the show has probably seen like the steals and screenshots and a couple interests for the uh Fight Forever video game. I'm I'm not that hard up on how it looks. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I mean, you do play a WWE game and you look at that, they they're going more for realistic simulation. Right. These guys aren't. You know, they're they're not trying to give you that. And they know they're not trying to give you that. So they're not trying to give you realistic graphics. And for a PS5 game, the way it looks it doesn't look that bad. The, the the models are still kind of smooth. Some of the models are awful. Like right. I think some of those guys didn't go in for scans because they couldn't have scanned Eddie Kingston. It was like, that's oh, this looks Kingston. like Eddie Kingston. No, they couldn't have scanned his, his him at all. Like not even a picture. But <laughs> I'm not I'm not that hard up on how it looks. It's not that bad to me. I'm more so how the game 
play is because it looks okay. a little bit wacky. I'm not even gonna okay. hold you up. When I seen some of like the hit combos and they got like the like the effects off the punches and stuff, and I'm like, I don't think I like that, you know, or like some the way that some of the finishers or, or the moves land. I don't think I like that bouncing off the ring mess, you know. Yeah, or, like, I noticed that also. I was watching uh, it was a Jericho and Britt Baker, and like yeah. Britt Baker jumped off the top rope, and she just like went from jumping to just being in Jericho's arms. I'm like, wait, where? Is the transition like? Yeah, it's yeah. Some things aren't as smooth, but I don't expect anything from THQ and because uh, was it, it THQ right? You, I think Ukes is Ukes. Uh, yeah, Ukes, yeah, yeah, Ukes. They haven't made a wrestling game in years, so this is like kind of like a beta test for them. You know, they haven't released anything forever, so and they're more than capable of making great games. We all know this. We they made one of the greatest wrestling games of all time. So I don't know. Just give it, give it a time, guys. I'd say let them do a bunch of updating when it drops. Cause they're going to have to, they're going to have to, and there's going to be some bugs, but I'm willing to work with this game. Cause I'm pretty sure it'd be fun. We haven't right. had a game other than WWE in a long time. If you don't play like um, fire pro, anything, you haven't had another wrestling game from another company in ever. It's true. Yeah. So just give it time. I'm pretty sure it'd be okay. It'll be decent. You'll play it and you'll like it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I will, like I say, if I if I can fix my PS5, I'm definitely want to get it right now. I've been playing uh, Nintendo 64. I, I don't think I mention this, but I was gifted a N64 for one yeah, of my neighbors. I don't I don't find a problem with that. That's, yeah, that's uh, I've been playing. Um, I, I got WCW NWO World Tour, so I'm gonna probably. I was trying to get No Mercy, but that prices for that game is ridiculous right now. Yeah, it's like fifty bucks. It's like playing for the original game, but yeah. you're playing World Tour. That's what they trying to model this game after. Yeah, I know. I so know. if it, if it plays like this game, I love yeah. it. That's actually one of my favorite games. Ever. I love that game. Yeah. World Tour. I think that's what introduced me to Japan wrestlers. I had no idea about those guys at first. And that's that's the game that I like stole from my friend. And I was like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, Five Forever is going to be okay. It's not going to be the best game ever. I don't like. I'm, I'm a fan of blood and video games and wrestling video games, of course. But it looks a little bloody. Yeah. The, those I think those screenshots are pretty ridiculous <laughs> but you can do that though i know in the game crazy. and that's yeah. it it's i don't know much. how that game would get a teen rating because this is like more blood than you see in mortal Kombat. I feel that's like. what they were um they were waiting this whole time for it to release right. they couldn't get a good rating on the mm. game because of the blood so gotcha. i don't know about that blood man yeah because <laughs> if, if my ring's gonna be covered in blood and my nephew wants this game i don't have yet He's old yeah. enough, you know. What I mean, but I think you could turn it off. You could turn off the blood. You could turn blood off. But I'm okay, saying he's old enough, and I'm yeah. pretty sure he's gonna turn it on. So it's just like, eh. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah. So we'll, we'll see how the how the reviews are. I feel like I, if, if these if this game starts getting like bad reviews from like you know like video game companies, is something like a territory that Tony Khan is not used to. Like, how's he gonna react to that? Because you know when he when you get he gets bad news in wrestling, he just like goes off and makes like you know. The Kingo versus mm -hmm. Kenny Omega. Like, what are you gonna do for the video games? Like, if if he it gets like, like a, that a, to Arbery and Kenny Omega, if he wants, because they're the ones that. But I'm saying, like, if IGN rates this game a four out of ten, how's Tony Khan gonna react? He can't really do nothing, right? Like, yeah, like I don't know. He can't do it. Well, I, I I follow some YouTubers that are playing it this week or played uh -huh. it this weekend. Okay, I'm waiting for those guys to like release videos and like give their honest opinions. Okay, and I think right. I don't know. I think I think he'll be more receptive to what they have to say than like mainstream video game media because we're going to be the ones playing it the 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 people who like aw are going to be the ones playing the game right those guys aren't going to ign some intern from ign is not be like oh i can't wait to play with kenny omega no it's us who wants to play mm -hmm. with kenny omega you know of course
thing. I was I was looking at the release date. I was hoping it was going to be out by the time we're in the BSK house, but it comes out like the week after. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah, because I would we could have had a little tournament that. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we would have definitely did that. Even though I'm, I think I'm going to pre-order it pretty soon. Okay. Um, of course, I'll be open to play with anybody from the um, Poison Runner family who wants to get down on some AEW Fight Forever or some WWE 2K. I'm, I'll drop my uh, game tag in the uh, Facebook group and we can get down. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the roster. You like I said, you had Owen Hart in there. You got like Brody Lee's going to be there, which is pretty cool. Miro's mm-hmm. in there. It's like you finally actually see Miro on the oh, TV. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like like you said, it's something different, right? It's different than, than what we've been playing the last bunch of years or so. It's going to so. be super behind though because yeah. they made this game. Cody's in it. Exactly, and they got yeah. like the <laughs> entrance with Kenny with the girls with the brooms. I'm like, that's so. Oh old. really? That's yeah. It's, yeah. it's really old. Like it's they're going to be really behind. I know WWE games get behind really fast, but yeah, this is. This is cutting it right here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like looking. You got a- Abaddon, isn't it? Like I haven't seen Abaddon on TV in forever. Abaddon was like one of the first people they showed. Oh wow! The, yeah, when they first showed the gameplay, that was just one of the first girls. Gotcha. Yeah. But um, st- sticking with video games, uh, we spoke the PlayStation Showcase earlier. That new Spider-Man Two game looks fantastic. Oh I am so excited. I'm oh. watching this whole showcase. And I'm just like, yeah, this looks cool. Metal Gear Solid remake. All right, that looks cool. Um. Give me Spider-Man. And they gave me Spider-Man. They gave us gameplay. It was like 15 minutes of gameplay. You can go back and forth from Peter and Miles, like GTA style. We yes. put a button. I, I'm oh man. And Peter's wearing the symbiote suit. He's wearing the symbiote suit. And he's 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 an asshole to Miles Morales. Like, I'm loving it. I'm like, this is oh fucking fantastic. God, dude, I couldn't. I was marking out at work watching that. Like, what the fuck did they just show me? Like, um, this suit looks so fucking smooth. I'm about to, I'm gonna upgrade my monitors because of this game. Because I can't play in less than 4K because right? this thing looks amazing. So, oh my so God. I'm watching the whole showcase with my son, and he's like not too impressed with some, most of the games, but he, I know he's waiting for Spider Man, and like they're about to close the show, and mm-hmm. they go to the next thing, and he's like, oh, what the hell? Because he doesn't really know who Craven the Hunter is, but I knew who he was. So I wasn't saying nothing. I'm like, right. I'm like, keep watching, keep watching, keep watching. <laughs> and then when he pulls out the, the map of him, like targeting all the different people he's going to, uh, uh, you know, attack in Manhattan, I'm mm-hmm. like, yep, there we go. Yep. And then he saw the black suit, he's like, He's Bully Maguire because that's like the nickname for uh, Toby Maguire in Spider Man Three. He's Bully Maguire. I'm like, yeah, he's Bully Maguire. He's gonna be an asshole to, to, to Miles Morales. That's gonna be so crazy. Too. Oh, I, I cannot wait so for this crazy. game. Man. I, 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 to this, to the, the Spider Man game was one of my favorite games ever. Like, yeah, I played yeah. that game. And the Miles I, I think, Morales game was really good as well. Miles Morales was great too. I think um, I'm excited for Ghost of Tsushima too. Mm, yeah. I'm really excited for that because. That's a game. What was like pandemic when that game came out, right? Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, I think I I just played. I beat it like oh, in like two weeks. Cause I think because I watched every cutscene and I was because it was the story is so great yeah. in that game. And then I tried to do every side mission and everything. Yep. I had to get every suit. So mm-hmm. I I lived in jet in Japan. I think the last game that I played like a hundred percent completed was it must had to hundred percent. Yeah, no, I hundred percent. Both Spider-Man games, but Ghost Tsushima was, and so did you gonna give me a part two? Come on, stop, stop I playing. Know. I kind of want to play this one in black and white in uh, theater mode. Mm, okay, I, I, I might go back and play the other one in black and white theater mode in, in Japanese too, and read the subtitles because I wanted to see it because I did it like a couple missions like that just because just to get that feel of it, and it, it just right. felt like you're watching a kung fu movie. It, it was so dope. It was so dope, but. Man, I can't, I can't wait for that game. Can't wait for that. I can't wait for for Spider Man. Well, speaking of Spider Man, we can transition into movies because uh, tomorrow I'll be watching uh, Across the Spider Verse, which I'm really looking yeah. forward to because I loved the first one. Yeah, uh, it was Morales. amazing. 
I've been staying away from any spoilers. So I'm not sure who's going to be in it, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm crossing my fingers, hoping there's going to be some sort of tie into MCU because you can't have Secret Wars without Miles Morales. I'm hoping some sort of tease or something like, you know, do something. I don't know. But um, I'm really looking forward to this to the Spider-Man movie. There's a lot of movies coming out this summer. Um, But yeah, starting with Spider-Man, you know, are, are you looking forward to this? You can be watching this in a theater. I can't. I can't wait. I, yeah. I can't wait <laughs> Um, to think that, like you said, Secret Wars. To think that we could be slowly planting some Doctor Doom seeds, I I can't wait. I can't wait. I just give me something. Just just give me one thing of Doom. Just give me something that lets me know that we're really getting into Secret Wars. Because I mean, Doom's the Doom's the guy in that. He's he's. I think he's my second favorite villain in all like comic lore. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 um it's Deathstroke then. Doctor Doom, but please, please give me something, and I can't wait to see this movie. I'm not going to see it tomorrow, like you, because you always see all damn early movies, you lucky guy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to see it this weekend, possibly. I want to see, I want to see Little Mermaid, actually. Me too, me too. And I'm, yeah, I'm not it. a, I'm not even a Little Mermaid guy. Like, yeah, that wasn't one of the movies that like I went. No, it's not one of the movies I, I watched as a kid like that. I mean, my sisters watched. I got a ton of sisters, and they was always watching it. So, but I, I kind of want to see like how yeah. they did this live action, though. My uh, my son ended up watching it with, with his mom, and he, I asked him how it was. He enjoyed it. He, you mm-hmm. know, they added new songs. Obviously, they always do that with the remakes. The only things he didn't like was like Flounder and Sebastian, the way that they looked. They, it's like it's really weird to see like this crab with his like eyes poking out, singing yeah. under the sea. But I was and like, that's oh, that's like, what I'm kind of like. Huh, how does that go? <laughs> but he said he he said he loved the performance of uh, Ariel from a uh, future WWE Hall of Famer. Uh, Halle Bailey when she she performed at WrestleMania right it was one of those years she performed yeah, her and her she, sister she was the, the band was a Chloe and, and Haley yeah, yeah, yeah. Hall of Famer. so um, you got that yeah you know it's funny because WWE has been like promoting like you know John Cena's in the number one movie of America with Fast <laughs> 10 and you have Batista in the number two movie they should like, start Raw saying the number one movie starring former WrestleMania singer Halle Bailey like that would be freaking it's something that WWE would definitely that would be too that They'll break their back reaching that. But um, yeah, definitely want to see Little Mermaid. Uh, I last movie I saw in theaters was Fast Ten. It was it was a step up from the last couple ones for sure. Um, I wouldn't like rush to the theater to watch it. But yeah, it was I watch enjoyable. fast movies at home. Since like eight, I'm not I'm not going to the show to see that because yeah. I want to watch it and criticize it in the comforts of my own home. And so just like <laughs> want to talk shit out loud. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk shit out loud. And be belligerent. <laughs> like there's no way Tyrese can do that. You know, I just want to be. Scared. Minute drunk while I'm watching it. Kind of like how drunk I was when I watched the George Foreman movie. We were talking about that movie on the last episode or what up though. And I yes. I said, you know what? If I'm gonna talk about it, I'm gonna be about it. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I I wanted to watch it. I really did, and I totally totally got lost in the shuffle. But 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 please give us our thoughts for just for Brandon from New Jersey. Let us know how big George Foreman, the once and future heavyweight champion of the world, is. All right, so if you don't know his story, which I had no idea, I didn't know anything about George Foreman besides like his, you know, his boxing career. His story, you know, very, very humble beginnings. But yeah, that's fine. It gets fun until then. But they they kind of moved the movie along really, really quickly. Mm, like, so okay. they they hot shot a lot through a lot of his boxing. But it doesn't seem like he had to get hot shot through because the guy was, he went from boxing, uh, learning how to box until like a year later, he was in the Olympics, winning Olympics. Mm. And so like, they didn't really have to move that fast. And then right. the, the movie kind of it kind of took a turn after he lost to Muhammad Ali. Okay. And so like it just it was it was a decent like biotic movie, you know, upbeat. He's boxing. He's in the 70s. You're dealing with that 
seventy stuff, you know. Right, because I mean, like, I mean, you don't. Really, it's not really a spoiler, but I guess there wasn't really anything controversial about that. Not, right? not okay. really at all. Okay. Like, and that's that's what the problem with the movie was for me because it's like, okay, he did this. He learned how to box. Um, he so was, was just it, always fighting as a kid. That was pretty. I was gonna much, say, was it, is it more of like a hard upbringing type of story? Yeah, no, okay. he was just a, yeah. he was just always hungry. Um, and he was just fighting as a kid, which turned him into boxing. Um, I think Forrest Whitaker is his um is his trainer in the movie. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and so um starts boxing, loses to Muhammad Ali. Um, does a bunch of gimmick things. Did they did they bring Will Smith back as Muhammad Ali or not? Fuck no. They some <laughs> dude. Uh, some, some random dude. dude he had the voice down but he looked nothing like Ali. okay mm. but um they did that and then um i didn't know that he he um flatlined in the locker room one time that's oh, the, pretty much the only thing that happened then after okay. that he kind of like turned his life over to christ and he just he because he, he got up like i found jesus christ and then the movie just turned into that for the last like 45 minutes it was oh, like wow. him trying to be a preacher and like Great. going broke, trying to be a preacher, and then the, the grills pop off, and then the movie goes off. It, it, did, it was like, why, huh? did he explain why he called all his sons George and Georgina? Is that? Oh yeah, about? he he did explain that. He said, um, it was like a family thing. Like okay. if if one one is successful, all of us are successful. So he kind of okay. like did that. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, movie the movie had no real conflict. It wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like you're watching Ray. Or anything, like right, right, right. <laughs> it was just like, oh, oh so he was boxing. He lost. A good movie. Right. So you, you would recommend it? You think it's a good movie to watch? No, don't. No. <laughs> if, if you're cleaning up your house <laughs> on a Saturday, <laughs> one of those movies. Okay. Yeah, you want something to you one know? Those trust me. Oh movies. no, trust me. It'll be on like TBS pretty fucking okay. soon. It'll All be right. on AM and E or some shit. All right. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe I'll, I'll load it up for the plane ride to Toronto or something. I don't know. We'll see. I definitely <laughs> want to watch it because I like watching sports movies. Honestly. So. Yeah. Well, watch. I don't know. It's oh, an, actually it's another um it's another basketball movie out. Um, I forgot what it was called. I didn't. Yes, I saw that. It's gonna be on Hulu. I think I was. Yeah, yeah. I was watching something about that. It was actually really good. Not did you did you watch White Man Can't Jump? No, no. Did you? Yeah, I did. Is it good? I did. Yeah, it's decent. It's okay. it's it's Jack Harlow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's it's it's a different take on um the original movie, but they kind of like kept it kind of in the same genre like oh yeah they're hustling you know hustling guys playing basketball and gotcha. he needs some money it's pretty much it though they they make, gave a little bit more struggle than um than the first the one Sidney Dean okay. was the man you know yeah. but this one he's it's a little bit more conflict so it's it's an okay movie though all right okay I know Woody Harrelson has another like basketball movie where it's like he's like the coach for like yeah I'm not like... watching that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep seeing it yeah it's like, I was like no Woody no, just do another zombie land, you weirdo. So, <laughs> so I, I was I was gonna start talking about like the summer movies, but like once I started looking up across the Spider Verse, I, I noticed something last night that I for, that I, I think is a good topic for us to kind of speak about some music. Mm-hmm. So I saw that Nas posted that he's gonna be on the the soundtrack for Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. A lot so of I people saw, on the soundtrack. Well, it's funny you say that because I, I I went to the the page of the guy who posted it, Metro Boomin, who's like yep. the guy I guess who's like composing the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of names here, a lot of names. And by the way, if you guys want to see some cool graphics, they have like each artist like in their Spider Verse. So dope, yes, art, which is really yes. cool. So going through it, like I said, like, we have Nas, which is really cool. Uh, we have Little Wayne is going to be on the soundtrack. Um, some of these names you're going to have to explain who they are. Rose, Rosie, I'm not sure who Rosie is. It's a couple names I don't even know on that. On that gotcha. Yeah. Uh, two Two Chains is going to be on it. Yep. Uh, we have Twenty One Savage. We mm-hmm. have Aesop Rocky. Uh, congratulations to him and Rihanna for having Baby Rizza. 
which uh, I think is a really cool thing. Once I heard coolest that, thing ever. right? Like name your, your son after the leader of Wu Tang. Um, Wiz Kid, A Boogie, uh, Offset is going to be on it. Uh, Eight, some female rapper, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beam, a country, yeah, a bunch of like new names. Little Uzi Vert is going to yep. be on it. Uh, oh, of course, yeah. Future WWE Hall of Famer, Little Uzi Vert. <laughs> uh, Toyon, Sway Lee. Yeah, yep. so pretty much like names that have been, pretty much been like token. Yeah. Sway Lee was on the uh, first, first one. Yeah. yeah. And I love the first soundtrack. To this day, I yeah. still bump that. Between um, Into the Spider Verse and the first Black Panther, those are two of my favorite hip hop soundtracks in the last oh, yeah. like four or five years oh, yeah. um so i'm looking forward to this and i don't know if wayne's gonna be on the track with nas but i i will get post to that honestly yeah I, you know what i kind of thought that because but miles is um he's latin too right he's half puerto rican half black i thought that we would get a little you know some some reggaeton in there yeah i'm trying to think of the first thought. movie no the first soundtrack didn't have anything like that yeah but i thought you know yeah. at least they should they could have they could have nodded to bunny one time I bad thought bunny, bad yeah, bunny, and Nas, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, bad bunny, one time on there. Shout out, bad bunny, man. I, I think I like everything that guy does, <laughs> even yeah, though just, I can't just, understand just, it. Just do, just do bad bunny and little Uzi Vert, two Hall of Famers, right there. It works. But actually, <laughs> Lil Uzi was in um, Bad Bunny's last video, so yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. Perfect, yep. perfect. They're buddies. But um, yeah, the soundtrack looks good. Like I'm looking forward to that. The soundtrack comes out on Friday, so we'll probably talk about that next time. But yeah, oh, yeah. the movie looks great. Um, looking at the rest of the movies, you after that you have uh, Transformers, uh, Rise of the Beast, aka Beast Wars. The movie is pretty yeah, much what it is. Pretty and much. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this. It looks like it takes place in the '90s because you got the, the World Trade Center still standing, yeah. obviously. So it seems like some sort of prequel. Um, Transformers movies, like the first one, I loved it. Second one was eh, and then after that, I just really went downhill until yeah. Bumblebee. I actually loved Bumblebee, the one with John Cena that came out in like what 2018. I haven't that watched was that really one. good. That, that yeah. one's good, honestly. Like, that's a really, really good Transformers movie. Because I gave good. up on them after like I know that's yeah, the problem. That's two. why yeah. that's why they, they took a long break because people stopped watching them. But Bumblebee, like, if you get a chance, watch it. It's really good. It takes place like in the 80s. Cena's obviously in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Michael Bay's not directing it, which is the same case. And for that this. was the problem with the Yeah. <laughs> so the last couple with this one and Bumblebee not having Michael Bay involved, I mm-hmm. think is making it a lot better. Okay. My main issue with Transformers has always been for the movies is I can never tell who's a part because they all look like the same Mickey yeah. with no real color to them. They're just like hints of red and hints of blue. And it's like, I don't know who I'm watching. I don't yeah. know who just died. Like, and I, that was I, the Michael Bay movies. Yeah, yeah, that was the issue. So they definitely fixed that with Bumblebee, I feel like. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the new one. And I love Beast Wars as a kid. Like that was one of the staples right before school. Turn on TV. And it's always like Beast Wars was playing at six in the morning. That oh, was yeah. always like the early early cartoons uh, yep. before school. even for me actually that's yeah. crazy yeah beast wars yeah i think that was like a staple for here on channel 11 shout yep. out to all the kids in new york uh, that grew up watching be- beast wars used to be a little beast wars and then you get like arthur it's like, yeah, right. it's like that's, that's when you know he was like kind of late for school like get your ass yeah, get I don't, out of here. I'm watching no damn arthur <laughs> so looking forward to that uh we got the flash movie aka batman 89 uh reborn whatever you want to call how it. do you feel about that <laughs> i, I Okay, so DC, like their movies, like I like Shazam, honestly. Shazam's like one of the first, the only like movies that actually are really good. I like the first one, I like the second mm-hmm. one. I didn't like Black Adam at all. Um, I'm trying to think what else came out. Black Adam yeah. was, yeah, it was, it was geez. pretty much trash. Yeah. But, um, Flash, I, I think it's going to have some real like nostalgic to it with, you know, Batman 89. I'm sure there's other surprises. Like I was flickering through something and it was like huge spoiler for the Flash. And I just like, exited it out because I didn't want to know what it was. Mm-hmm. If I had to predict something, since Batman 89 is in it, it's maybe somebody else from that era. 
Um, I doubt Jack Nicholson's gonna put on the 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 clown paint again. Hell. Um, and I doubt Danny DeVito's gonna come back as Penguin. But like, I, it's gonna be something like Batman related. I feel like if it's a huge surprise. But I always love like I'm not a huge DC fan, but out of like the comics that I read, uh, Flashpoint Paradox was like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an animated movie that came out a bunch of years ago. It was like Justice League Flash Flashpoint. Yeah, it was about, like, you know, yeah. it was basically about him like um trying to like you know make sure his mom doesn't die and all that. And it did the yep. same thing in the DC show, the Flash show, where they went back and they had all that was the entire show was about yeah, yeah. multiverses <laughs> and cross. So I, I'm always a fan of like multiverses and all that. Um, it does seem like well. Marvel did it first with Spider-Man. Yeah, sure. So that's what it, whatever. But um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm not a fan of Ezra Miller, really. Like, I, I wish it was just a flash from the TV show. I like yeah. it. I think he was a lot better. That's but I'll reality. definitely watch the movie. And uh, I'm sure it'll be, like, pretty cool. But I'm not expecting it to be, like, game-changing. Like, oh, this is the return of DC. Like, no, it's not going to be that because this doesn't count, right? They're restarting anyway, like, in a couple movies. They're literally just pumping this out. They're pumping out what aquaman and blue beetle and then after that james gunn is just starting over with superman so i didn't like aquaman but my my whole thing with um dc is like i'm not that big of a dc fan either i just like their darker characters like i said deathstroke is one of my favorite villains ever right so when it gets dark like i like constantine and other things like that so it's like i'm not even that kind of i don't really like their heroes that much you know i don't i hate i hate superman so even his movies always suck. Yeah, I, I just don't like these things. So Flash is a, is a good character for me. I, I definitely want to see Flash. So I'm I'm going to check this movie out. I I watched Wonder Woman 1980. Was it 1988 or something? Yeah, that wasn't good. I it wasn't like good. The concept no. was okay. Yeah. Like the guy who can wish for things. That was is a kind of like crazy concept. But yeah. other than that, I, I did not like that movie. So yeah. they got a lot to do to get me back on board, man. Well, I mean, James Gunn, you saw Guardians 3? I haven't yet, no. Okay. I just so seen was- um, Ant-Man. I just watched okay. that completely, and that was that was okay. Yeah, it was all right. But Guardian, I, I love Guardians. That's one of my favorite movies of the year. So if James mm-hmm. Gunn can take anything from Guardians and somehow transition in that, like, he's supposed to be doing the actual Superman movies. I don't know how the hell a James Gunn Superman movie is going to look, but huh. you know what? I'm optimistic, so we'll see. Um, I, The only person I really loved growing up, I obviously love Batman, but Green Lantern was always my guy. And that movie to this day haunts me like the way that movie was done. Um, so I'm hoping Green Lantern can get some sort of resemblance of something new with James Gunn. Like if you take the Guardians concept and move it to Green Lantern core and have those guys in space being like together, that would mm-hmm. be a fucking amazing. So that's yeah. what I would do. Honestly, that's like something that could definitely work with James Gunn in DC. But I don't know how Superman's going to work. Um, but yeah, I'll watch the Flash movie. I'm not expecting it to be like game changing, but it'll be cool. Be like, okay, I just saw Michael Keaton as Batman again. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm not expecting it to be like just, the best. I movie just don't ever. like how invincible Superman is. And that's a character flaw. Yeah. So uh, and <laughs> so it's hard to write a movie or anything. I mean, he has great comic stories. I'm I'm not even doubting that. I haven't just read any runs of Superman. Right. I just I'm just not interested. interested. Yeah, not he's, but, he's very cookie cutter, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's the he's always say he's the superhero your little brother makes up when you're beating him too bad. <laughs> like, oh yeah, well well I got ice breath too. Well well I got laser eyes too. <laughs> and I'm really, really fast. So, so I, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm gonna check it out though. I like the flash. So Michael Keaton, he's not the only person coming back. We have Indiana Jones with a new movie coming out in June. Um <sighs> You have Mission Impossible with another one. Um, there's a lot of movies coming out this summer, man. You got Barbie. You look at you're gonna watch Barbie. I might. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I might want to watch it. I like, want to check it out. I, I just I like the fact that it's making fun of itself. It's it's not taking itself seriously. Yeah, it's not what like the, the hell bar- is it about? That's what I'm no, wondering. That's it, to me, it feels like some trippy like Truman Show shit. It looks it looks like they're like in this trapped world and they're being controlled because you know Will Ferrell's in it. 
And yeah, last time yeah. Will Ferrell was in a movie like this, it was the Lego movie, and he was like controlling everything. And it's like, oh, is it the same concept here? Where it's like they're trapped in this like plastic world, and they're all like literal puppets, like being. Con- I don't know. I really don't know. But Super I'm hoping weird. for some like fucking dark, like Black Mirror, Twilight Zone, like ending to this. Like, whoa, what is going on right now? I haven't seen a trailer for it. I saw the initial trailer, like the first one, where they kind of show a little bit of it. But like, just the, the gist of it just looks really like like weird and it i look like, weird as shit yeah i love it like how do you um, make it? it's like making an army man movie like how do you even do this like what it, they don't have personalities like yeah, i don't i don't know <laughs> we'll, we'll see um i'm expecting just, like crazy i'm expecting like crazy cameos for some reason i can see like lizzo being a, a barbie or something i don't just know trying why. to like really wring all the money out of millennials fucking pockets right now aren't yeah, they? it's just like oh you like this when you're a kid here's a fucking movie here's the merch here's the tv show <laughs> like they yep, don't want us to have much. any money it's you know nostalgia sells right that's why transformers keeps coming out that's why indiana jones keeps coming out that's why mission impossible keeps coming out ranger had a fucking netflix show yeah Yeah. there's a new there's a new turtles movie coming out which actually looks really good i'm loving the new turtles movie um the animation looks fucking fantastic now is it this last ronin thing i've been hearing about no that's that were we talking about that i think they're making a video game i think they're making a last ronin video game with that story if i'm not mistaken but if huh. that's gonna be a, this is this seems like more traditional turtles. It's like them as actual kids, like teenagers. Okay. But like the voice casting in this movie is ridiculous. You have like um the dude that played Ant Man, Paul Rudd is in it, John Cena's in it, Jackie Chan's in it as Splinter. Like you got a really good like voice cast. Yeah. Look at the voice casting. I'm actually gonna see if I can pull up right now. That's um, that's crazy. What? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's called it's called Mutant Mayhem, and it's it's it looks very similar to the Spider Verse movies with the with the with the animation style. Okay. Um, but the cast just looks like ridiculous. Uh. I'm trying to pull up right now because they always um, have animated movies that like release on like um you can catch them on like max or things like that oh and trent resident from nine inch nails is scoring the movie as well by what? the way what is him going on him and atticus ross yeah <laughs> that's gonna be going on i'm telling you like this movie is gonna be like one of those like sleeper like um summer movies i feel like honestly i saw I, I, that's my first time hearing about it so i, I seth, look into seth, it. seth rogan is producing it so he's like okay yeah, it's somebody. It's people who love turtles, basically. So the the, the jokes would be probably on time. Exactly. Cena is going to be delivering them, so I trust him. He has great comedic timing. I saw. Um, shout out to Brady Harrington. He showed me a trailer for another Cena movie that's coming out with him and Jackie Chan. So that seems kind of interesting. Is Cena speaking Mandarin? I I mean he he could I guess he, <laughs> he could. could in the movie. <laughs> is it like a new Rush Hour with Cena? It kind of feels like Rush Hour. Now right? I want like, Rush Hour with John Cena. Now. <laughs> Like honestly, oh like like God. like it's it's only it's inevitable that we're gonna get like a movie with like either Cena and Batista or Cena and Rock or Rock and like these wrestlers have to make these movies together before like they get too old. Wouldn't right? you? That's wouldn't you? like you, you would think if you're if you're a Hollywood studio, wouldn't you want to make a buddy cop movie with the Rock and Cena? Yeah, of course. Like, come on, yeah, why, Batista and and, and yeah. Cena. Like, I don't know. That's too Rollins jumping. No, back no, yeah. that's that's too jacked ass cops on screen at the same time. Listen. I mean, they, they, they got a, they got Expendables four coming out right, so they put them in there. Put put do Batista. they really? Yeah, part four is coming out. Oh yeah, out. just put all the wrestlers in that movie. Yeah, right? just throw in yeah, Batista, yeah, yeah, throw in just, Cena, throw in Rock, yeah. throw in uh, Roman Reigns. Why not? Fuck yeah, it. Put, <laughs> put all the wrestlers in it. Just call everybody. Just get all the big guys you can find. <laughs> put them in the movie. Is there any know. other any other movies coming out that you're looking forward to this summer? Just in general, I don't know if you like. On, on no, TV. I haven't really seen any. Uh, tra- I have, you know, I haven't been to the movies, so mm-hmm. I haven't seen any trailers. That's usually right. where yeah. I see all the trailers. This, this, so. The summer's pretty packed. Like I said, like these movies I named, they're all coming out like back to back weeks. Like Spider Verse, Transformers, Flash, Indiana Jones. Yeah, Spider Verse is gonna be the first thing to get me to the movies in like a couple months. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely going to see that this weekend. 
definitely this is the time like i i have the movie pass thing but this is like literally the time of the year where it makes perfect sense you pay like mm-hmm. 25 bucks for like four movies or something like that and it's like it makes perfect sense right yeah i gotta see my scheduling around getting to the sh- movies is kind of terrible so yeah but this weekend spider-verse gotta see it i don't know if i should be drunk for this one i think it should be fine for this one right? yeah i think this one you gotta you gotta pay attention just yeah case, yeah like, i think goes, like, wait wait who's that hurt. what's going on man? yeah i might have to see the imax too i don't want to like have a panic attack <laughs> Trying to think what else. So we got sports have been pretty crazy. Like Boston, we're yeah, trying to yeah, come back. Yeah. That, the, that was the, pretty. Um, NBA finals is going to be between the different Nuggets and the Miami Heat, Miami which Heat. is I, yeah, which is a weird kind of. I'm I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the Nuggets. Like I, I don't follow sports like as much as I used to, but whenever it's a team that's playing um for the championship for the first time, like the mm-hmm. Nuggets, I, I root for them. I really do. And even in hockey, like I don't watch hockey, but I saw it's like what the Panthers. And the Vegas Knights, both teams who have never been in the Stanley Cup, is like that's fucking awesome. Like have two teams that never won a championship yeah. for the first time. This finals yeah. actually has a little bit of a storyline behind it. Okay. Earlier this year, it was a really, really dirty cheap shot from Nikola Jokic. And he like like really shouldered a guy like randomly in the middle of the court. And the Heat like really had a big scuffle about it, like a really big fight. Everybody was, you know, getting broken up or whatever. Okay. But the Miami Heat, after the game walked to the back and went to their locker room over this. Ooh. And was standing outside of their locker rooms. <laughs> like sounds like an all-out situation over here. Dude, it was crazy. <laughs> so they're standing outside the locker rooms and they got they had to get pushed back or whatever. And a lot of people forget this. <laughs> a lot of people forget this. Jimmy Butler said, we're gonna see about this. Oh. Jimmy Butler was even inviting them outside to fight. So this is a little bit more heated than just regular basketball right now. This is, I mean, it's it's something, but the, the shot that Nicole Jokic put on, it was really like uncalled for, dirty, nasty shoulder, like randomly in the middle of the court. So this is it's a little bit more heat. You know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty fun finals to watch. So if you're not a basketball fan, you guys should try to find that clip online. It's somebody who broke it down and like explain, like, I don't know if you guys understand like the tension is going to be in these games. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, they kind of could make now, a whole, uh, yeah, they could make a um, Austin Rock. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 just in, I, I just typed in Nuggets and he, the first thing came up was Jimmy Butler and Nikola Jovic, like just their, their feud. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Like I've been watching, I'm, again, back to the VR, like was it game six? I, I threw on the VR and just jumped into one of these rooms and just being like in a crowd of people just felt like fucking yep. great. So I'm absolutely fine, right? Vegas, honestly. Um, um, one more recommendation yeah. for you for VR. Um, it's a game called um, Population One. Okay. I think, it's, I think it's free to play right now too. Okay really good game it's like what? um it's like a war zone type game so it's a battle royal okay I'm oh, man. population one okay yeah real fun real fun and you gotta get get yourself some room because it's like i said it's a battle royal yeah <laughs> i'm just really this this, this this summer the the days like when i'm not out i'm gonna try to play a lot of vr my, my son's gonna be away for, for the mm-hmm. summer with his mom in texas so i'm gonna have a lot of free time for the vr and just do whatever the hell i want to do so i definitely want to get some gaming yeah, yeah. only thing i've really been playing lately is again b saber they just added queen the Queen music pack. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I love me some Queen. So when I when I saw that at the at the PlayStation showcase, I'm like, yeah, I need to play myself some of that. Um, anything else like music related? I mean, I can't. Nothing really stands out. Like nothing really at all, man. I just been um, I actually got my uh, my machine over. I just been trying to, you know, get back into some music, man. I've been actually trying to make more beats again. Trying to, you know. Flex my musical muscles sometimes. Yeah, you we, know, we, you we got BSK House coming up. That's that's a perfect opportunity, man. Like, man, I've been trying. I've been trying. 
one of my favorite moments in my my musical career, I guess you can say, was this mm-hmm. was like one weekend where it was me, my brothers, my cousins. It was like six, seven of us just kind of like rented a house for the weekend, shut ourselves in there, smoke a little, drank a little, recorded the whole album in like two days. Like it was a f- fantastic. Like, yeah, when you got that atmosphere, man, you right? can do like, anything when it comes to music. Yeah, you know, Brain Harrington, if you listen to this, come over BSK house one day, just throw on a couple beats. Fucking record something. Why not? Just do one song. One yeah, song. Dude. Yeah, I've been um because it's been a while, man. I haven't dusted off my um my drum machine in a while. So I'm just like, yeah, let me throw the software on one day after work. And I threw it on, ended up making a whole beat. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, that was easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, because it just started flowing through you. And once you get those creative juices going, man, you can't, you gotta capitalize because you will fall off or get kind oh, of yeah. a block after a while. For sure. Like I, I've been I say I've had writer's block for a little. I, I think I've had it for a couple years now because mm. it's, it's hard, hard to like, you yeah. know, to really sit down and do it. But I've been trying to get my beats back going. You know what I mean? Just something to keep my hands occupied sometimes. I'm the same way. Like I've had blocks for years, but it's like sometimes it's just you'll, you'll like you'll watch something and it'll just like, oh, that sounds like I want to do something like that. Like it is yep. uh, like, like when I watch the Wu-Tang show, it's like, oh, look at this. I just want to go back to this, whatever. But we'll <laughs> see. We'll, we'll, we'll try to at least do something at the BSK house as, as long as we yep. get Fire Frank on the intro talking shit. That's all. That's all. We yeah. Need. That, well, Fire the, Frank the, playing the, a promo. Yeah. The in-person what up, though, featuring Fire Frank and Brandon. So <laughs> we'll get that taken care of. Yeah, I guess music uh, wise, I, I nothing. I've well, Janelle Monae is like going around and showing her titties. I've seen that. That's yeah, it's great. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's a great That's time. That's been great. Yeah, it's um, a great time. That video is you know, hot. It's great. Everybody's time. Co- confused why Rihanna named her her kid Riza, and I, I knew it. The, the, she's been wearing Wu Tang shirts for the last couple of years, like just like you know mm-hmm. teasing us a little Easter eggs, like you have a, a picture of like Aesop Rocky with a little Wu Tang ring. Like they've been giving me little Easter eggs. It's been like a, like a like a wrestling storyline. And the, the Wu Tang marks. What do, you, what, do you expect? Yeah. what do we expect? That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. This I is like wait. wrestling fans who name their kids after wrestlers. Yeah, I can't wait for her to have twin sons, uh, Ghostface and Raekwon. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's pregnant now, so we don't. We don't is know she really? Gonna, yeah, she, she's. Shit. We don't know what she's going to name the new baby, so oh, we could be God. looking at Rizzo and Jizza. Never know. We, <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I, I didn't realize like the story of it. So Aesop's real name is Rakim, and his sister yeah. is Erica. Eric yeah. and Eric being Rakim, I had no idea. And like, mm-hmm. it was like a story where like. Aesop's like mom was a huge rock him fan and like got uh his diaper autographed by him like once like some I didn't crazy know that story. that's yeah, crazy so once I read that I'm okay it makes sense now like Riz's real name is Rakim Riza like perfect sense like why not mm-hmm. and Rihanna's obviously a, a big fan I remember this is before the unfortunate uh scuffle between Rihanna and Chris Brown but there was talks at one point of Riza redoing um The Last Dragon and having Chris Brown play the, the main role and then having Rihanna as the singer yeah what yeah and 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 chris brown literally fucked it all up by yeah by doing what yeah. he did so but that we, was like we can get it we can get point. a better this this okay riz if you're listening just do the last dragon we can get somebody to play yeah we can get somebody to play bruce leroy don't worry about that don't <laughs> let's just do it anyway so the, 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 that'll be i know we have a, a little questions of, of every single time so it'll be our question for the week who, who would you cast as bruce leroy bruce leroy hmm. i cast muggin I think Muggin would do good. Muggins, Bruce Leroy. Yeah, Muggin. Yeah, Muggin yeah, be yeah, a bad yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> Feel the glow. Yeah, we can get Frank to be like the the, the crummy uh, music producer that was running that. <laughs> <laughs> who who would you get to show enough? That's 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 gonna be a, a big role. Show enough. That's the tough part. That's that's the hard part. You Powerhouse gotta... Hobbs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember i mean he might be a little bit too old to do it now but do you remember in the music video when busta played him he was perfect he was perfect he looked he just great. like him yeah, he was he was in 
you know, he was smaller. He looked just like Shogun. Yeah, so I don't know if he can do it now, but but yeah, Last Dragon remake. That, that that's something. Last Dragon. Let's get the Last Dragon remake. <laughs> Let's get that going. Davy Portman's probably like, what the fuck's the Last Dragon? Actually, that's that'll be a good uh, up yours. The Last Dragon. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that that'll okay. be a good one. But before we do Bones, I don't know if they didn't know that I was doing Bones, or they think I'm joking about. <laughs> Reviewing Bones because it's one of the best horror movies you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> oh God, you bones. can't deny that. <laughs> Mercedes was wearing a, a bone shirt. Obviously. I know because yeah. she know the funk. She know what's up. She know that I was gonna do this. She listens to the show. Come on, she knows. Of she course, knows. yeah, she's a big, big fan. Coming soon to Poison Rana, Beat Detroit reviews, uh, Snoop Dogg's greatest movie ever, Bones. So if you haven't heard of it, you got a chance to go look it up and watch it. And bask in its greatness because I can't I can't wait for that. I can't wait it's for that. It's a movie. It's a <laughs> and I can't wait to, to 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 have this next episode of What Up Though live in oh, person. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Toronto at the BSK house. Mm-hmm. Anybody in the Toronto area, come through. You want to chill. You wanna, you know, talk to the boys. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the whole event, man. Forbidden oh, yeah, Port yeah. is gonna can't be great. Wait. Can't it's wait. gonna be a really good show, man. I don't like I said when I when I do these things, I don't even care about the wrestling. By the way, I just you know, yeah, you know I'm, it, I'm excited for Forbidden Poor, man. I'm I'm ready for the the podcast before and the after party, man. Whatever happens in the show happens, but yep. that's going to be the show for me. Exactly. And I took off uh SummerSlam weekend just in case. Like I haven't booked any flights to Detroit, but that's a possibility. I could do that. Detroit's not too far from New what? York, so yeah. What? Good, might come good, through to Detroit good, for the first time, man. Come on through, man. Come on, it's going to be really really dangerous. So come on through. So- <laughs> I guess uh, I guess that's the show. This you know, man. Um, you can follow me at Cool Game Big B on all the social medias and the Brian Tannehill on Facebook. Uh, Cino, yeah, follow me at Cino Evil, C N O E V I L. Constant reports, constant podcast. Um, stay tuned. There could be some new things coming on the horizon. Uh, but yeah, I'm having a joy here with B Detroit. What up, though? And uh, yeah, we'll be talking to you guys next month. That is the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Poisonrana.ca for the tickets to Forbidden Poor. If you haven't grabbed them yet, hurry up because they're going fast. They said they don't have a lot left, right? Yeah, no. Come on through and hang with us in Toronto for Forbidden Door, Forbidden Poor. Uh, that's it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We out of here. Peace. Peace.